And we are coming down in three, two, one. drunk we here at gswd would like to start the show off by taking a moment of silence for kobe and Gigi bryant as well as the other victims of the horrific helicopter crash in california yesterday so we will be observing a brief moment of silence for all the victims thank you Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk live on the PPRN Radio Network. I'm your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark Sheen Washable. Nope. Kyle. The Mask Chris Massey. And I'm the Red Baron. Right, 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 right. Welcome to uh, another edition of Getting Sports with Drunk live on the PPRN Radio Network and Spreaker. Um, we, we got a full house today. First time in a long time. We've got a full house. Mark's done uh, getting his dry rubbed down in uh, Memphis. Mass is done. Whatever Mass is doing. Well, he had like a work meeting and he was like, I'm going to come to the show. Matt, you have to drive by your house. You're going to waste a half hour of driving that you could have been on air. And you were just like, I'll just do it. Otherwise, you have to sit in the tub all day. And like, it's just a weird thing. But, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah. So we're back. We're live. We're here. Um, let's do a quick, uh, quick round the horn. Um, Rat, what are you drinking? Uh, anybody, anybody, sorry, anybody else feeling like weird headphone thing going on right now? I don't know if mine's just not loud enough. Uh, mask, turn mine up. My headphones up. I don't know which one it is. Someone, someone's got to be talking. Otherwise, <laughs> <that one. laughs> he's just doing switches. Oh, 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 hey, that's now. good. Hey, yeah, now. That's good. I'm <laughs> all right. Jesus. <laughs> all right, rat. What are you drinking? Uh, courtesy of. No, uh, no, 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 no. Don't, don't lie to the people. They know what picture we post. What are you drinking? I'm drinking Pabst Blue Ribbon <laughs> beer. You dirty liar. Uh, uh, for those who might care, today is actually the last day of it being uh, fresh. <laughs> I just happened to look at like, oh. PBR cool. is always fresh. I know. It's just according to them. Can you skip me for four seconds? Why, so you can find out where it's from? Correct. Mock? Sheen washable. Nope. I have from Nebco. Here in Woodbridge, Connecticut, a sea hag. He bought it in Memphis. Straight from the dry January (laughs) collection. Yeah, hey, hey, it's a tribute. You know, can you believe this fucker didn't sing while he was there? Walking to Memphis? Yeah. Well, it's a terrible song. Taylor Swift did a cover of that. It's not, though. It's a fantastic song. Mess? From our friends at Thimble Island uh, in Brantford, Connecticut. This guy gets it. I am drinking uh, Dry Hop Pilsner. I don't even know what it's called. Does it have the name? (laughs) Like, is it just called? It's called a dry hop pilsner. <laughs> That's it's Sterling. All right, it's the Sterling Archer beer that Riddler drank last week. Yeah, you forgot to say from the Riddler collection. From the Riddler collection, very Fine. important. Bastard. <laughs> what do you got over there, Paul? Well, it's Kyle's turn now. Tried. He's had enough time. I'm drinking Premier Interborough Spirits Pale Ale. Spirits and ale. Want to try it again? No. So, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Premier out of Brooklyn, New York. 
the India Pale Ale, double hot, dry hopped. So it's a DDH IPA. Yeah, whatever you want to call it these days. <laughs> I'm drinking <clears throat> from McKellar or Mykeller. Uh, it's a brand new brewery. I've never heard Mykonos. of it. Yeah. Mykonos. No, I'm drinking from uh, Mikeller Brewery out of San Diego, California. The Beer Geek Vanilla Shake. It's an Imperial Stout milkshake with coffee and vanilla. You see Kendall look right at the beer? He's like, hmm, look at that. Oh, <laughs> you got four of those oh, over yeah. there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's 11%. Four of them and three of me. <laughs> So the one I gave you is not good enough? No, it's good. It's good. I'm very excited for it. <laughs> Again, you think Kendall still won't drink three of those? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, there was an Omni, or not Omni, uh, Evil Twin had a beer there that I wanted to get for you, but I, I couldn't. I'm sorry. It was $25, and I had a yeah, trick right. it's But it's a four-pack called, uh, I, I always look forward to my morning commute on I-95, <laughs> and it was, it, it was a triple dry-hopped IPA. Oh, wow. Yeah, 27%. Damn. It's not, it was 27%. Was like, was like, oh, my God. God. It was 16%. Well, still. <laughs> would you get it? Yeah, Would absolutely. you drink all four? I'd try. Would you do, would you do Boilermakers or Graves? Mm, no, I wouldn't do that. Would you do it once? Um, I would do it once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a sick freak. Here's the thing, though. He says he would do it once, but once he did one, that's leading to three more. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Like, this was that bad. <laughs> <laughs> so you had to have him finish it off. Um, and then uh, I don't mean to speak for everybody at the table but i think we all have the same toast of excellence tonight probably yeah we'll sip a silence but well yeah but, I mean, but, uh, but it's yeah, all I the do. same I, yeah. yeah yeah so the sip of silence slash toast of excellence goes to the career and life of kobe bryant as well as the life of his daughter Gigi, and the rest of the victims on the helicopter that crashed yesterday in california Silence. Gentlemen. I'd like to give uh, slight props, though, for the first owner to do it. Uh, Mark Cuban. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it becomes league-wide, to be honest with you. I think it Me will. Me too. It's, just, it it's a nice. sport that can afford to do it. Yeah. It, it's one of those things, too, where... Also, $32, totally well spent. <laughs> <laughs> just, just because it was such a, like, a shock. You know what I mean? Like, if... Well, it's just saying, like, it's going to be sad when Kareem goes. Yeah. Or Bill Russell. Or, you know, like, things like of that nature. But, you know, somebody who was so impactful and so influential in sports, um, also somebody that has not been removed from the game for that long. That's right. He was still young. And, and and even more so, somebody who once they did retire from the game did everything in their power to remove themselves from basketball and was only brought back to it because of the daughter he lost in the crash with him wanted to learn more about basketball and who better to teach her than her father. Yeah. And they got the league pass and watched games. They started flying all over the country and going to various home games, you know, and, and college games. I mean, UConn. They went to UConn right here yeah. in our backyard. UConn and, yeah. just did their jersey. They had a jersey for Gigi tonight. I was sitting in the backseat of my car while they were looking for me, and I heard him talking about it. It was very weird. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's just, like you said, it was so sudden. Um, 
You know, it was something that a lot of people thought to be fake or initially as a report. From, I, I did at first. A report from TMZ, um, which unfortunately is a reliable source when it comes to things like this. But also, fuck them. Well, the other problem. <laughs> well, the other problem. The reason that a lot of people were having a hard time believing it to be real was because you know uh, places like NBA NBA.com and ESPN, Fox Sports. They're not going to uh, post something like that until it's official on a police report type of deal. So and they alert the family. Right. Well, that's that's the how thing. the family found out. It was from TMZ. Yeah. yeah. And, and um, but, but more so than that is the, the other part that led to so many people believing it to be a hoax was that when it happened, being such a national icon and, and a well-known person across the world, so many people – visited the TMZ website in such a short span that it crashed the website for yeah. an hour. I mean, TMZ was shut down. And, I mean, you could imagine the traffic there has to be on TMZ.com to yeah, shut okay. down a news site. And, and, you know, which just led people to believe more that it was a hoax that someone shut down TMZ because of it. And, Another and, part of it is that people just didn't want to believe it. Still don't. Well, no, it's not, it's not as much that. It's that, I mean, nobody wants to believe it. I, I agree with that, but, like, but people, you know, there's the, um, you know, there's 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 the consistent hoax that goes around every year. It happens all the time. Of of uh, um, Kendall's least favorite girl over Betty there. Betty White dies Betty three White. times every year. Yeah, she dies three times a year. Eminem. Eminem. Yeah, I mean, you see it all the time where somebody reports a, a death and everybody's like, you see it on Facebook or whatever, and everyone's like, oh my god, and then you find out it's fake. Yeah. And, and you know, TMZ is, you know, it's a rap sheet, which you know, it's a tabloid essentially. Yeah. So there, there's a, there's a lot of fake and a lot of true in their reporting, and it, it was a very it, it was one of those moments that kind of s- the country, the world, really stood still. I mean, this the passing of of Kobe Bryant was one that was felt not just by sports fans. No, yeah. I mean, my my girlfriend Samantha's cousin was sad. And she she doesn't watch sports. But you know who Kobe Bryant is. Yeah. Kobe. There's a few times in your life that you, like, you remember where you were when something happens. And I think for a, a lot of people, like, like hey, I, rem- I remember like, where I was when, when this happened. And it's very sad. Yeah. So we're going to spend the first hour or so kind of doing not a commemorative on Kobe Bryant's life. Like, that's not what we're going to do. But with Kobe Bryant's discussion, um, you know, just... You know, you know, I I know that um, Moxheen and the Rat and um, the Magic Chris Massey aren't the biggest NBA followers, but definitely people who knew who Kobe Bryant was. Um, you know, even if it's just from the shooting the paper in the trash can, Kobe, you know, thing type of deal. Um, so just you know, I, you know, I don't know if you guys looked at stuff, and I mean, it's hard. It was hard not to see highlights and various things over the past twenty four hours, but. Just kind of give a, an insight, and you know, Kyle and I obviously have plenty that we can share. But I do have some soppiness that I kind of want to do. So, do we want to get it out of the way first, yep. or do we want to end ahead. the yeah, hour? Yeah, I think it'll be good. So, there's two things I want to touch on. Um, so, sorry, bear with me. Um, and I apologize if it gets rough in terms of um, sadness. Um, oh, also one other thing too. Uh, you gave kudos. Uh, kudos to all the NBA organizations 
uh, for doing the 24-second yeah. and 8-second yeah, shot cool. clock and uh, backcourt violations to begin their games. See, what what was amazing to me with that is, like, you know, when the news broke, like, a game was about to start. And that was like an on-the-fly call. Yeah. And it was perfect. You know, that, that was something that someone's like, listen, well, we're going to do this. You know, you, you know what, what was the game that started first? It was Rockets. Rockets. And, Rockets, oh, um, it was it Rockets was, and Bucks, wasn't it? No. Or was it Rockets Nuggets? I thought it was oh, the Spurs. Yeah. No, it was Spurs, Spurs Raptors. That was the second game. Oh, okay. Because the that, Nuggets were in that, though. They, they played somebody. Yeah, well, whatever. But, I mean, you, you look at, you know, it, you look at who's coaching a uh, Mike D'Antoni. Mike D'Antoni has coached around Kobe for a very long time. Yeah. You know, that's somebody who has, who, to, to be frank, has, you know, lost a lot of, lost a lot of playoff games because of Kobe. But, you know, I mean, it, it's. It, it was just like the perfect, like, I mean, you know, it was on the fly yeah. and it was perfect. It, it was, it was a very touching thing, I thought. So I, I'd like to do two things real quick. Um, one, I'd like to read. Um, I, I don't think a lot of people are familiar with this. Um, I believe this came out um, at the end of his retirement season. But Kobe Bryant wrote a po- poem called Dear Basketball. I'm not sure if, you know, before yesterday, how many people were familiar with it. Um, Kyle, did you know about the Dear Basketball poem from no. Kobe Bryant? So I'd like to read it. Um, I, I'm sorry, you know, in advance to both my my trusty crew here, as well as the listeners, this isn't our traditional format of, you know, um, less than interactive. But Can I just say one thing real fast? It's, it's, this is important. This is important. I know. I just want to say this real quick. It's about the whole Kobe Bryant. Well, I figured. Um, they said Kobe Bryant helicopter didn't have black box LASD patrolling crash site for looters. I don't know what that means. So, so the black box in an aircraft, it, it records everything that happens. Everything that the pilots do, everything happening with the so when when crashes happen, and they recover the black, they know what they have a happened frame of reference for the investigation. to the aircraft. Remember, this is you know, not the time or place for this really, but it's something you've seen the movie Con Air with Nicolas Cage. Uh-huh. Remember when they steal the big giant plane and Dave Chappelle takes the big black thing out of the cockpit and then runs and hides it somewhere? Yeah, that's the black box. That's why the Air Force ended up tracking that weird little. Dust cropper plane. Yeah, that's you know that's what it is. It's a GPS device. It's a it's everything. Yeah, it's a, it's a diagnostics device. I mean the whole whole nine yards. So uh, so dear basketball uh, by Kobe Bryant. Uh, from the moment I started rolling my dad's tube socks and shooting imaginary game winning shots in the Great Western Forum, I knew one thing was real. I fell in love with you. A love so deep I gave you my all from my mind and body to my spirit and soul. As a six year old boy deeply in love with you, I never saw the end of the tunnel. I only saw myself running out of one. And so I ran. I ran up and down every court after every loose ball for you. You asked for my hustle. I gave you my heart because it came with so much blood. I played through the sweat and hurt, not because challenge called me, but because you called me. I did everything for you because that's what you do when someone makes you feel as alive as you've made me feel. You gave a six-year-old boy his Laker dream, and I'll always love you for it. But I can't love you obsessively for much longer. This season is all I have left to give. My heart can take the pounding. My mind can take the grind. But my body knows it's time to say goodbye. And that's okay. I'm ready to let you go. I want you now. I want you to know now so we both can savor every moment we have left together. The good and the bad. We have given each other all that we have. And 
We both know, no matter what I do next, I'll always be that kid with the rolled up tube socks, garbage can in the corner, five seconds on the clock, ball in my hands, five, four, three, two, one. Love you always, Kobe. So just, you know, some, you know, I mean, we, it's very rare, especially in sports, where you see this um, continuous passing of the torch. And in basketball, we've we've had that. We had it twice, three times. Yeah, you had it from Jordan to Kobe to LeBron, and you know maybe 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 we're gearing up for that next one with a with Giannis or a Luca, you know, and we're seeing it. But um, you know, there's one post that's really been going around a lot lately, and on this show we've done it our fair share of times, but the world is the biggest cult, you know, ESPN, um, Fox sports, NBC sports are all the cult. Everyone, anybody who talks about sports is a culprit of it. And it's the classic photo uh, or classic, um, photoshopped photo of Michael Jordan walking with his arms around Kobe's and LeBron's shoulders. And the captions were changed from, you know, who's the greatest and the goat and all that. And it's no more debating. Just, um, I think it's just, embracing or something like yeah. that but and then i have one more thing and then then we'll move on to talking about stuff so this one's more personal this is definitely going to be um very sappy um and i apologize for that but as you know kobe was a huge part of a lot of people's lives um fans players everyone and kyle can attest to this obviously more than the other three in the room can but when you play basketball, it, it makes it that much bigger. And somebody like myself, who had um, kind of internal family turmoil from a young age, um, living in an area where there weren't a lot of kids, basketball was the sport you could play by yourself. Basketball was the thing you could always do alone. You couldn't do football and baseball by yourself. You know, it, it, it wasn't the same. So basketball became a very strong love of mine, just like it's come for a lot of kids. I mean, I'm not singled out. I'm not an indiv- a, a unique individual on that. That's something that a lot of a, a lot of children have found rejoicing, and those much better than I have become greats because of it. But I I wrote a somewhat of a letter, in kind of from the the mindset of a. A young child, or or, or an, somebody inspired by Kobe, um, the everyday like fan, and it, it's kind of a playoff of the retirement video that became famous that the NBA players did called "Dear Kobe." Mm-hmm. So, if you guys will bear with me, um, so dear Kobe, thank you for teaching us that hard work and dedication outweighs talent. Thank you for demonstrating true professionalism during the best and worst of times. Thank you for giving every child the role model they deserve. Thank you for showing people that loyalty trumps money and fame. Thank you for influencing generations of athletes around the world. Thank you for countless memories that are engraved in history. Thank you for giving the world 20 years of everything you had, even when we asked for more. Thank you for showing athletes and kids that you get what you put in. Thank you for reminding people that life is more than money or success. Thank you for inspiring an entire generation of NBA players that continue to break records. 
Thank you for inspiring a generation of WNBA players that continue to break boundaries. Thank you for teaching us that only standard, the only standards that matter are those set by ourselves. Thank you for reminding the world that you're in control of your own success. Thank you for bringing the world together regardless of fandom to cheer you through your final run. Thank you for demonstrating your passion and desire time and again in all aspects of life. Thank you for your unconditional love of the game. Thank you for reminding us that above fame, money, and, and success, there's always family. Thank you for demonstrating night in and night out that it's more than a game. Thank you for giving us your heart when we asked for your hustle. Thank you for giving the world the spirit of your competitiveness, the passion of the game, the love for life, and the infectiousness of your smile. Thank you for being you, for showing us how, for impacting the world. Thank you, Kobe. I like that. An ode to Kobe. It's a very Kobe. sad day. Kobe. Kobe. Souls? Well, what do you got? So, I just saw the Detroit Pistons tonight. All war number 8 and 24 with Brian on the back. During warm-ups or during the entire game? game? Well, this is a circumstance where we're going to see a lot of things slide yeah. in the NBA. Uh, Andrew Wiggins just now uh, just uh, set the ball at the free throw line and just left it there. Uh, where Kobe passed MJ for points in 2014, just kind of like chess him to him. There's going to so, be a lot so of... So many people... So Kobe on the basketball level, it affects the people who watched it. We're we've we've entered a generation of players that are playing because of him. That, yeah. That's I was just gonna bring that up. I mean, you know the the LeBron James age were the guys that grew up watching Jordan. You know that the young guys coming up now, like you said, are the ones that grew right. up watching Kobe. The the Mike, the Michael Jordans grew up watching Kareem. Yeah. The Le, you know the the Kobe Bryant's grew up watching Magic. LeBron grew up with Jordan. And now these kids, these the Trey Youngs, the Giannis's, the Joel Embiid's, James Harden's, Russell Westbrook's, they watched Kobe. And then the next generation will be the ones that watch LeBron. Yeah. And then it'll be whoever follows next. But that's what we're seeing. That's why you're seeing so much emotion out of a Trey Young who wore number eight. Changed his number to eight last night for the game. Yep. That's why you're seeing so much emotion. I mean, that's why you see a, a Kawhi Leonard tearing up. Some, somebody that showcases zero emotion on a regular basis. And then from the flip side of it, you have people that watched him grow from the late 90s Kobe to what he became to 60 points in a retirement game. Greg Popovich, Mike D'Antoni, you know, Doc Rivers. These are guys that were here before and are here after him at a professional level. And it, it's hard, especially at such a young age. And, yeah. and it, it's, and, and he was somebody, you know, I, I know people, there are people that um, don't have the most, uh, most respect for him given the things that happened in 2003 and whatnot, but he was a true professional. You know, that Kobe Bryant possessed at an NBA level, what a lot of people respect Derek Jeter for at an MLB level. Yeah. He's a true professional. And 
he gave everything he had every single time. He's the guy that nailed two free throws and then walked himself off the court after blowing out his Achilles. Yeah. What we don't what we don't see until after the math is how much you appreciate the guy off the court. You've you've seen it the last day and a half on what he truly meant off the court as well. Yeah. You know, taking care how happy he was after the game. Being with his daughter. Well and that's the thing that you know, and that's the thing that I think is the hardest is He was is, starting to enjoy life without it. Kobe said time and again. I've just started living life. Yeah. Just yeah, I mean, from the time he was a 18, kid to 17, the day 17. he retired, it was a hundred percent basketball. Like it was work. And that and that I don't think he had a problem with that. Right. But, but now he's retired. I mean just like any anybody in any profession, you work, you know, 40 years, you turn to, and now you can enjoy what yeah, you worked your for. Your mindset changes. Right. You know? And, and and you look at somebody like a Kobe Bryant, who for the majority of his career, success, you know, success and work didn't stop when the season ended. Oftentimes, it went another month and a half into the postseason. Yeah. And after and, that, it went into the Olympics. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> and then he's training again for the next season. Like I said, <laughs> he would take like two weeks off. So it's honestly and then he was back like, in the gym. It's honestly amazing to think about how his Achilles didn't blow out earlier. Yeah. A lot of wear and tear on that knee and on that foot. It's just amazing how much he kept up with it. And it's but you important it. when you see when you when you hear something like playing an eighty two game season followed by ten to twenty playoff games, followed by practices and a six game Olympic run. Followed by going right into the next season. Yeah. I don't I don't care how much money you get paid. You do that because you love what you did. Absolutely. Especially at that level. I mean, if, if you're going through the motions, yeah, you can play year round, but to to stay at that such a high caliber level, I mean, there there's the, the passion there. Yeah. And now you got, you know, people petitioning for the NBA to change the logo to Kobe Bryant. Which I is, saw that today. Which is a stand-up by itself. Right. I mean, that, that's just it. I mean, there's been talk over the past few years of the NBA needing a new logo. Yeah. But, you know, and, and honestly, it would be, you know, a not a Cinderella story, but it would be like, it would be poetry to have the logo go to Kobe Bryant in a way because. The who, Laker to Laker. Well, no, but who's the, who's the, the logo? Jerry West. Who drafted Kobe. Jerry West. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not. Not just from a sympathetic standpoint of losing one of the all-time greats of the sport and one of the all-time great people to ever be around the sport, but in a poetic kind of way. Yeah, sometimes things just seem right as because they are. Like everyone, everybody that watched Kobe always was like, all right, he takes every shot. Because I always thought that, too. He doesn't pass. But then you see him outside of basketball. And then you finally realize who he is as a person. Because you saw him when he retired, how happy he was. Yeah. Like his smile just light up the room. He was on the Jimmy Kimmel show, James Corden. Like you, you saw how it was for him outside of basketball. And life was good. You can tell. Like he, there was no going back for him. He, watched, he went to the games and stuff still. You do that, you know, after you retire. You yeah. can go watch your old team play. 
but you can just see him loving the fact that people are going to surpass him. Yeah. Like LeBron the night before. He was nothing but thrilled for. See, that, that was f- not funny, but because there was a few days before when, like, the, the LeBron passing him was approaching, and they were asking him, like, you know, what's your response going to be? And, and he said something, I mean, paraphrasing, but it was something along the lines of, like, you know, when I passed Jordan, he congratulated me. He's like, so I'm going to pass that on. Pay it forward. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's why, you know, it, it's always bothered me to have the conversations of who's better between Kobe and LeBron. Because there's so many NBA players out there. So many guys, you know, Carl Malone's and, and stuff like that. Who They're bitter. They're, they're bitter when records are, their records are broken. And Michael Jordan was nothing but happy for Kobe Bryant when he did it. And Kobe was nothing but happy for LeBron when he did it. And LeBron will be nothing but happy for the guy that does it to him. Yeah. It, because it's part of the game. It's part of the game, but it's it's part of the love for the game. The love for the game is knowing that it moves on past you. And what you did Inspired. paved the way for another person. For that next person. You got to think about it. Like, if, it, if somebody surpasses you in points scored, they must be one hell of a fucking player. Right. If you're in the caliber of Kobe, LeBron, and Jordan, you got to understand that, holy shit, this is the next big thing. I am proud to lend my position to four by letting this guy get to three. Right. And it's just a number game. Who cares? The, in my opinion. The other side, too, I mean, there's a lot of record. I mean, we see it in even in the NFL with, like, touchdowns. Every, like, that record's always going to just keep getting broken. There's always going to be more and more touchdowns thrown. There, and basketball, I mean – it's a scoring game, you know. Like, there's going to be these guys that score points. You know, it, it's not to say everybody's, you know, going to end up in the top five scoring, but right. it it's happens. It's like it's like the same thing. Like Kevin Durant's right there with LeBron in his career and scoring wise. Is LeBron going to be pissed once he retires that KD takes over? Probably not, because he was there the entire time. He knows how great of a player KD is. It just, it's something that's going to happen. There's nothing you could do about it and just congratulate the guy. You did your part. You're an NBA legend. People are in the mindset that, oh, I don't have the record. I can be forgotten about forever. And that's not how it works. No. Yeah. So. Yeah, everybody thought, like Barry Bond, for example, Barry Bond broke Hank Aaron's record. A lot, in a lot of people's eyes, Hank Aaron still owns that record. But it's just like, it, Hank Aaron will never be forgotten. Of course. That video of him trotting the bases and every single person running the bases with him after he broke Babe Ruth's record will always be remembered. Yeah. It's the moment that that will never be forgotten. The player will never be forgotten. That's just how I see it. Yeah, it's, it's hard. Um, I was talking to Kendall before the show started. It's like, you know, something like this, any other sport, you probably – induct him and only him into the hall but this year there's you can't there's garnett there's duncan you yeah and, and you, you shouldn't do that anyway well, I, don't, yeah. I don't think there's a need for that well it's just it's it's it's, it's unfair to those that yeah. have earned their spot in the hall of fame but you to make look, them wait you also look at it those guys played with them yeah so it's like to go in with him it's yeah. it's probably it's probably very emotional itself and Kevin that, garnett's one of the most emotional players that won't ever play the game and that's the thing that sucks, too, is like, you know, because this was going to be Kobe's year to go in, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You know, so it, it just turns what was going to be like this great moment and to, to hear his speech. And, you know, that that's things that as the fan you look forward to. Like, I, I mean, I could speak for myself when, you know, in July when baseball has theirs, I know I'll be watching, you know, Jeter give his speech. And cause that's watch who I, Mo give his. That's who I grew up watching and that's who i idolize but watch troy give his if when when he gets there yeah but to watch you know the a guy that inspired an entire like generation of players that was i'm sure that was something that many many people both in the game and outside were looking forward to and now it's going to be a you know like in in, in memoriam you know and and it's just going to be a completely different vibe it's so I appreciate what the NBA did and by letting him by, by saying, you know what, he's gonna get it regardless. Without the vote. We all know without the even with, saying, it, it, even it was, with the vote he was getting it. That there's no issue with that. No, I mean he's you know, I mean I get what they were doing. The reason that Kobe is never not never, I shouldn't say never. But the reason that Kobe isn't more so in the argument of go because is because of how good LeBron and Jordan were at all facets of the game. Yeah. But Kobe Bryant is the best pure scorer in basketball history. There's nobody better than him at scoring the basketball. And there's nobody more clutch than him. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. Like when Kobe was playing, like, I didn't care. Like I I I appreciated him as a player. But I was never going out of my way to watch a Kobe Bryant. Well, game. no, cuz I mean it kind of it's the same thing. I mean, we could say in any sport. I no, mean, no, I know. You know, th- there's these generational talents that are playing now that I don't care to watch. No, no. You know, I I respect that they're there and that what they're doing, but well, prime example. You know, I mean, a prime example is Tom Brady. Uh, that's yeah. who is in my head. Tom Tom Brady's. A, we're ne- we're probably never going to see somebody have the individual success that Tom Brady's had ever again. But we take it for granted. Oh, he sucks. We hate him. Blah blah blah. <laughs> a lot of thinking of him says he sucks. He used to hate him. <laughs> I <laughs> say it sometimes. <laughs> you say it too, Kendall. <laughs> Kendall Honestly, loves him. The second he's gone, it just bothers be... me that Kendall likes the Ravens more than he it's, likes Tom Brady. You know, he said this to me yesterday via text, and I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I hated it then. Anyway, this is this, no, this is different. But I mean, I, I just you know, it, it, I I won't you know, I, I know there's people out there that would argue it, um, and I know that you know even Kyle could could, could potentially be one to argue it because I know that Kyle is a big fan of Kevin Durant, and Kevin Durant is one of the best pure scorers in, in NBA history. But there's nobody better at it than Kobe. I don't care how many shots Kobe took. Kobe just it didn't matter how many people were guarding him. There was never a fear to take the shot. There was never a lack of desire. And when push came to shove, if there was a way to win, he was going to do it. Yeah. Final we game. S- we Which saw it airing right now, by the way. Yeah. Well, not even the final game though. It was there was a game. I forget what it was. <laughs> he, he's saying they're airing the, his last game. No, 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 no. I'm saying no, but it wasn't his final no, no, game. But I'm I'm just saying, a, I'm there just was a game where Kobe, Kobe shot double teamed three straight threes to Raptors. Tie, the Raptors with the Raptors game mm-hmm. to tie the game in under 30 seconds, and then and then hit the overtime winner. Was it 81 points? That no, that wasn't. That, that was a blowout. That? The Lakers blew them out. <laughs> but that that get, that was that in his last season. No. No, well, no, 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 no. So, but that's what, and, and I mean, you know, and we talked about it yesterday in our group chat too. Like, someone like you know, perfect for the conspiracists out there. How creepy it was that Devin Booker and yeah. uh, Kyle was it? No, uh, Devin Booker and uh, Trey Young. Young combined for eighty-one points, Kobe's career high, and they both shot twenty-four times. Yeah, I mean, 
I'm not a firm believer in the co- conspiracy world, but it's well, cool. It's, it's the romance of sports. Right. The two it, guys it's exactly this. It's a romantic coincidence. The guys that took it the hardest. It's funny. Well, but even with well, the, guys, the guys that took it the hardest yesterday. Yeah, that's right. It's just because funny that things like that happen in sports like a that lot. That we've seen online television. You know? It's... I mean, I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any active NBA player, personally, that's going that is is or is going to take it harder than LeBron. Somebody who, twelve hours prior, yeah, was was dabbing him up on the sideline, getting congratulated for breaking his record. Yeah, and I think for the majority of his early career, the guy to be most compared to, you know, um, he. I mean, he was always compared. To both Kobe and Jordan, I mean the Kobe compares because they both, you know, came well, right I mean, out of the high school and. Well, I think of being being and, an and active played, player, yeah, played in, yeah. A, in a similar generation together, but but I know what you're saying, but it's just, you know, I mean it's. The thing came out today too with uh, Shaq's son. Showed like a, a conversation that like text, yeah. it was like it was either that morning or the night before that you it know was he was that morning he was yeah. texting hey you know you good because. You know, with uh, Shaq's not he's what transferring colleges or something. Is that what it was? Yeah. It was something like like he's I don't know if he's transferring school, but he you know they showed he was that like you good fam. He was checking up on him, saying you and know then, what's going on, and then yeah, and then ironically at like ten like I don't know what time he was texting he from. Yeah, when the sun when ten fifty eight a.m. But I don't know what time zone he was in. Is what I'm saying because if he was texting mm-hmm. at ten fifty eight p.m. a.m. in Eastern time, then yeah. it hadn't happened yet. But like the time in where where the crash happened. Was well, the same in time, California. huh? It was definitely in California. Why mm-hmm. was it definitely in California? Because Sharif only plays at UCLA. Because he wasn't definitely in California. He weren't there. Anyways, he texted, "How you been?" He would have already crashed. Yeah, which is terrible. It, yeah, it's. It was tough. It was tough watching. Sorry, it was tough watching like the interviews yesterday. That's which what I was just gonna say. I know they're like they're necessary, but I hate. When that happens, you know, like the Doc Rivers one was that brutal. Was fucking hard. This poor guy like can't can yeah. barely speak, and they're they're oh, you know, how do you feel about this? And it's like you know, give the guy a minute. Like, yeah, I, I couldn't even come on it. five but, minutes. But, you know, also, like, kudos to ABC for getting a documentary on it, just like that. Yeah, but it's just I I hate again. Like I know it's necessary. You're talking to the people that that knew him, and you know, you're trying to. Make your stuff like I get it, but like they're still people, <laughs> you know. He's he's a person. Just, he's you know mourning. He's, he's mourning. Yeah, it's you know give give him a minute and let him kind of compose, and then if he wants to talk, let him talk. But you know, don't don't just put cameras and microphones in his face. And be like, hey, tell us why you're crying right now. Yeah, it's yeah. it's horrible. I mean, and and the other thing too is something that you know we something that is more so demonstrated from Kobe than Michael Jordan and definitely more than LeBron was the loyalty aspect of being an LA player. I mean, years. Jordan, I mean the the Wizards thing was more of like a hey, I I'm head honcho, I can do what I want. But Jordan took the stint away from basketball and then came back. He's always a Chicago Bull and forever will be. Yeah. But Kobe Bryant was 20 years a Laker. And that community being one of the most successful NBA communities all Think about time. It, Paul. You almost had both of them. Huh? You almost had both of them. What do you mean? Kobe was almost a bull. Oh, he was like minutes away from being traded. Yeah. But, um... Like, And when? then we got Powell. Um, like, when? Like, 2009, 2010. Yeah. Wow. 
But that was the time know, with the Lakers were bad. But then you know you go to, you know you, there was the 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 one of the L.A. Times columnists put out a tweet. He was going, you know, I mean thousands thousands of Lakers fans showed up to the Staples Center. Yeah, and, and to leave flowers and jerseys and sentiments, you know, all while the Staples Center was getting ready to host the Grammys. Which kudos to the Grammys for shining a spotlight on Kobe's retired jerseys for the duration of the event. Yeah, I think that was a good, you know. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Which again just further speaks out to, to how impact. to how the impact and the and the, the the influence one person had on so many aspects of of life, not just basketball. You look at Neymar Jr. in Brazil. Well, no, he's in Paris. Is he in Paris? Never mind. He's from, from Brazil, Brazil, but he played. Yeah, but he's in Paris. I mean, he he scored a goal and put up to twenty four. You know, I mean, the Pro Bowl took a moment to honor yeah. him. You know, uh, sideline reporters for the for the NFL were getting choked up asking players if about the news. Freaking wrestling, you know, wrestling. Yeah, WWE did a tribute. Did they? Yeah, they yeah. did a tribute to Kobe Bryant. The Grammys. I mean, well, did did he ever do like the guest GM thing? No, like, that was Shaq. Did? I know Shaq. I thought Kobe did it too. Right? I, I thought I he did so. something. I don't think so. I don't think Kobe ever got involved. He might have. Maybe I don't, maybe I don't so. remember. But it'd be a good fun fact. You could look it up. <laughs> yeah. Look it up. See if he did. But um, transcending all. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. But um, the, you know, an LA columnist tweeted out. You know, he wanted to, you know, pay his respects the way that the LA community was doing so, and he went to a florist to get an arrangement of flowers, and when he had asked for purple and yellow roses, the florist looked at him and said for Kobe, and he shook his head yes. And when she was done arranging his flowers. He said, "How much do I owe you?" And she shook her head no and said, "Not this is for LA." Yeah, I mean that shit's intense. Yeah. You know what the toughest thing, like toughest thing to watch yesterday was the interview with Jimmy Kimmel from 2018, when they were like asking Kobe about, you know, you should have a son to take over your legacy, and Gigi said, "I got it." That that one was tough, and then there's another one where they did it was a court. Side, courtside one after a game that him and Gigi went to, oh. and uh, that's Hawks game. And, and you know, she the the reporter said to him, said to Gigi, just was like, or she referred to Kobe as Gigi's dad, not Kobe Bryant, but Gigi's dad. And you know, Kobe won five championships. Kobe passed Michael Jordan in all time scoring. He never smiled like he did there. Kobe was happy to be a father. Yeah, he that, loved his kids. That's why you know he was you know, he yeah. was enjoying his life post basketball. He didn't have to work and every it's, day. And it's heart wrenching to, to I couldn't I couldn't even begin to fathom how Vanessa has to be feeling. I could you know I, I I've lost loved ones, very close loved loved ones, yeah. but I've never lost a spouse and I've never lost a child. And I couldn't imagine losing both. What, what she's feeling like. What their oldest daughter who is feeling like. I mean, and it's just sad to know how good of a father he was to those two. And he had two that were under the age of five. He, that, he just had a daughter born last July. Yeah. June or July, whatever it was. Yeah. And it's, it, the, like I said, the world stood still for a moment. It, it was, it, <clears throat> I mean, it was seriously, it was a seriously impactful thing worldwide i mean the in my opinion the most influential athlete of all time i i honestly believe that 
There's a reason that kids who are no more than 10 will still take the shot towards the trash and yell Kobe. There's no, there's no athlete, there's no American athlete bigger than Kobe Bryant in China. You know, I mean, there, there's, mm-hmm. there, I mean, Kobe has, Kobe was like the first player, like active player to have a six, you know, a wildly successful active shoe line. I mean, Michael Jordan had the shoes, but the, the success of the shoe line came after his retirement, really. Yeah. It was the Jordan shoe, but, you know, the shoes, I mean, you know, you, you look at it, you know, granted it was, you know, under not the greatest circumstances in the world, but he changed jerseys and and, and, and people had to have both. You know, I mean, it's. I'm st- I don't I just I, I refuse to believe that there is a more influential athlete. In, in the world than, than Kobe Bryant. It, it's crazy, too, because me and Kyle were talking about it. I don't think we've seen, I mean, a, an athlete of his level, I guess, or, or any figure really, like, pass away this way. The last one I could think of was, like, Thurman Munson, and that was in the 70s. Yeah. And it was a similar, it was a plane crash. and Right. So I was talking briefly with Masp, and... and not not, not com- compared because it's yeah. different. This this is this was a, a tragedy, but I mean we were alive when when Steve McNair was killed by yeah. his girlfriend. But and, and I, as you guys people you guys know and people who follow the show, I prefer football to basketball. But when this happened yesterday uh, on Sunday, it, it didn't feel the same when 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 Steve McNair died. This has bothered me now Cause, for, for cause two that's days. What I mean. he, like, he was he was such a generational tent like. We haven't seen someone like like Paul that influential to to right, and it's, it's humans. Not, and then. I don't mean to take away from you know no, of the course, tragedy of course. Steve McNair, but just right. No, but no, but you know, I mean, this is different. It's it's right. right. And, it's and, just different. But know, to and, me, and one, this kind of feels like the Jose Fernandez. Thing. Well, I was just gonna say the one thing, the one silver lining to the whole thing is that at least there was no foul play. And the way yeah. he went out, it wasn't. He didn't go out. That you know, I mean, the Jose Fernandez thing. I understand. You know, it it, it was. It was. I mean, he was. He was becoming an elite pitcher. Yeah. He was loved across the league. His teammates. I mean, it was. It was terrible. It was Just detrimental. The city itself is kind of like the same thing, in my opinion. Like, like I know that this one's a lot bigger. Like it's L.A. Like I get it, but the city of Miami mourned this this kid's death. Oh, of of course. I mean, because because he was a star, but. But like like Paul, he was on the way up. Oh yeah, he was. You know, he, was a, he was like he was. He, a will, star. he was. He was on the way up, and again, not to take away from the legacy yeah. that he left behind, or to take away from the mourning of those that loved him and, and those that that knew him. But there's a certain level of I, I don't even know the right word to use, but when when it. It becomes known that the reason that this happened was because of abuse of a yeah. illegal substance and doing something stupid. It, it lessens it, you know. It it, it it lessens the blow. It and you know the thing is is that you know again sad, going but back you could to have done something well, to prevent it. Well, it, well, it's not even that though. It's just, it, but it's like it's. It, I understand what you're saying from a city level and a, and a franchise level. I mean, like, D. Gordon was, like, I mean, that was one of the most emotional things I've ever yeah. seen in my life was D. Gordon hitting that home run. I mean, I, I don't even, I, but 
you know, it goes back to what I said about, like, my girlfriend. She does not watch sports. She knows who Kobe Bryant is. Everyone knows who Kobe Bryant yeah. is. I The other name that just popped out is, like, Sean Taylor. Pat Tillman. But, but again, like, again, like, Sean Taylor was a young who promising at but was still like on that rise yeah. and then was cut you know so it's there's it's, nobody who wrote out their career no and finished it, it's the for the younger for the younger ones that it happened to it was more of they were there but you know that the next five ten years what how special it's what it was going to be whereas kobe where it's like you've ridden that special train and you felt it as a human and as a fan and as a if you were a father, you're of a father. Well, that's why Kobe's hurt so much more than you know. And again, not to downplay the the tragedies that were yeah. Sean Taylor and you know Pat Tillman's and Vince Youngs and Jose Fernandez, but there's a selfishness in theirs, in that we never got to see what they could have been. That's right. That that's why you know it's, it's different. We never got to see what Jose Fernandez could have been. He was on his way, but but. but in reality, that means nothing. He could have he could have finished his career out being the best pitcher that's ever pitched. That doesn't mean anything compared to what he left behind. Of course, a child, yeah, a, a fiance or a wife. I can't remember if he was married or I'm not. Not sure. Friends and family. I mean, he was a person. He was a person, was and a that's person. that's bigger than the game. Kobe finished the game. And as Kyle said, how many interviews where you just saw how happy he was to be able to live his life with his family, yeah, and spend time with his daughters and his wife, and and, and you know not do the traditional basketball thing or sports thing where you go into the commentating or coaching and because yeah, you, right you, you can't get away from the game, and that's fine. That thousands do it. We we see it every year. Tony Romo, Jason Witten, we see it all the time. But that wasn't Kobe. Kobe. Kobe gave everything he had. He had nothing left to give. And now he was ready to start living his actual life. I, I think and that's, that's what makes it hurt so much more because there's no selfishness in that from a fan. Yeah. Because it's not – you weren't going to – there was no stats of how many birthday parties he threw as a dad. There was no stats of, of how much money he spent on anniversary gifts for his wife. There was there was no you know there was nothing about how much charity he causes he did and things like that 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 was it was Kobe's life that he was trying to live whereas from a, these younger player standpoints there's a bit of selfishness that goes involved because we don't think of them as a player we think of, or we don't think of them as a person we think of them in a selfish aspect where it's what could have been yeah we saw what Kobe did we saw we knew what he was as a player we were getting to know him as a person see I I think at some point. Once his kids were, I think we would have seen him in like a front office ownership type role. Oh, I'm sure we would and, have seen and him not, some not, not like a GM where he's in every, but, you know, in the front office thing where, and, and you see it a lot more in, in basketball where, you know, they bring in like the former guys to, you know, schmooze the free agents and, you know, I think we would have seen him in that role. I don't think so. I think we, I think we would have, I think Kobe would have been more so one of those. Life or lifetimers in the 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 youth camps, yeah. Like he was running the Mamba camp, you know, like one of those like giving showing kids what respecting and loving the game, how that yields more than 
having the God-given talent to shoot the three. And we haven't even touched on the Mamba mentality yet. Um, it's it, The Mamba mentality wasn't a basketball thing. It was his life. It's how he lived his life. He flipped the switch. I mean, there was there, you, you go back and you look at the, the Barstool did an interview. They were talking about practices. And he just said, you know, it was like, practice, if practice isn't more competitive than the game, what's the point? He goes, if you're not trying in practice, then why, why are you having practice? You take it, you, you know, there's this mentality of people resting players now and this and that. He goes, practice is where you kick ass. Practice is where, he goes, you might be tired of it. You might be angry. You might be hurt. You might be trash talked. You might, you might get benched because you didn't perform well in practice. You didn't compete hard enough. And it might be a pain in the ass for all 82 games. But NBA Finals Game 7, you'll be ready. Nice. And that was life. That's a life thing. That that's what it's all about. Is you know, it's like you can test, you can apply that logic to anything in life. I mean, going into the same job every day can be brutal. But when, like our old machine washable experience that we could go, when you get to something like that promotion, yeah, yeah. you're ready. It's worth it. There was a reason for it. This is just a question. Has Phil Jackson come out and said anything yet? I haven't seen anything. Um, I thought I saw. I didn't read it, but I thought I saw something with him talking about it. I haven't seen anything from Phil Jackson or LeBron. Just I saw the whole like LeBron in the airport sobbing at, at on the tarmac yeah. after the airplane landed because they found out mid flight back to L.A. Maybe he doesn't want to say anything. That's I, I can't. I mean, he'll say he'll come out with, but I think he's going to take time and that that and that. Oh, he'll do it in person. The L.A. Uh, uh, that's going to be a rough one. Yeah. They postponed the game already. Yeah. Well, the thing what, is, Tuesday's the, game the Lakers Clippers game. They postponed it. Yeah. And you know, it's sometimes is... it's good, like for a guy like Phil, to not rush and just say something because everyone's saying something because it's fresh. You know, take the time and formulate yeah. your words because they might mean the most. Yeah. You know. So. Dude. Well, his and when Shaq talks on Thursday night, you will, you will, that will be the most important words that come out of Alphonse. I know Shaq already said something. He tweeted, but it's, it's just different. But when Shaq says something on air, you will feel as a person how tragic this is. So, talking about the game being suspended, ticket prices are already quintuple. dollars yeah, That's insane. They're That's donating. The well, no. They're donating every single dollar from those tickets to the Vanessa and Kobe Bryant Foundation. No, that's fine, but I'm saying, but like. The that, ticket flippers aren't. Right. <laughs> and the ticket flippers aren't, and. You know, it's it's the problems the world we live in, and you know, the people that do it. That you know, whether it's lack of moral conscience or a need for money, whatever it is. But it's a shame when you see something as tragic as this being monetized, and that's what you're seeing. I mean, I, I was scrolling through Instagram, and I saw a, a website that sells, um, you know, uh, like rock and roll apparel. They must have they must have went to a, a different site or something. And they must have bought like a thousand Kobe Bryant jerseys for like you know from China or something yeah. for nickels, and they were just selling them. Oh, co- you know, authentic NBA jersey on sale for thirty bucks. Get them while they last. Get the Kobe Bryant jersey that you need. And it's just yeah. Well, we watched something last night, Paul and I, on YouTube, and this kid that I specifically watch. He watches us. He watches us sometimes. He, like thirty the basketball times. YouTuber, yeah, the guy who does like a. 
basketball trivia and you know like 2K rebuilds and stuff, but but a basketball fiend. Yeah, from yeah. from you know the heart of Chicago, he, he, very much involved in in the NBA his whole life. He's come out and he's he said 30 times in the video, "I'm not making money off of this." Yeah, he posted the video outside of his normal uh, posting regimen. Mm. And um and you know he put out a statement. Uh, I actually read an article about it today, Kyle. Um, where he um he 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 posted to YouTube, and um you know he he wrote to YouTube and he said that he he wants zero. He did no advertisements. He did no plugs. He ran no commercials. And he said, I I don't want this video to be a part of my monetary game, consumption yeah. from. And same thing with what uh, Troy Dan did, another NBA 2K type of, of uh, YouTube blogger type deal that it was, I mean, Kobe was his guy. I mean, you, you, I mean, you talk about seeing, I mean, you know, just that, that classic, like, lives in his mom's basement playing video games type of guy. But, I mean, whenever he did, you know, he did all kinds of cool things. Like, what's that, uh, that app where you pay, like, a celebrity to give you, like, a, a video message? Oh, the, the Cameo? Cameo. He, you know, he'd go on there and, you know, because YouTube people get stupid money. He'd be like, all right, I have uh, $2,000 as my budget, and I'm going to go out and do famous, hire famous Cameo people to give me three NBA players. And then he has to pick one of those three, and that's how he builds his team. And, and I mean, any time he did whatever it was, spinning a wheel out of a hat, I mean, his fucking face when he pulled Kobe every time. Was just, huh? I mean, <laughs> that's, every every sports fan has that player. No matter no matter what the sport, like whatever your sport of choice, every person has that player that is like the the one. Like I know Mount Rushmore's four faces, but like the one guy. Yeah, you know everybody has that. That George Washington, <laughs> Everest. But you know, like like Kobe was that guy to a lot of people. Yeah, and, you know, like mil- well, millions. And and the, and the thing, the fl- the thing on the flip side to it too is, you know, you look at, you know, a lot of times it's the person too, and I think it's it, it's a blessing that goes with the curse, and the curse being that you are considered one of the all time greats, but very rarely considered the great. Yeah, and that's kind of what. Kobe was in the basketball world because of the whole LeBron Jordan debate. And it's the same thing you see from Larry Fitzgerald. One of the greatest receivers of all time. I don't think, I think there's very few people that would say that he's better than Jerry Rice. And I think more people would, I think there's a lot of people that would even say Randy Moss. Now that's not what I'm getting into, but what do you see from somebody like a Tom Brady or a Peyton Manning, a Sidney Crosby, uh, a LeBron. Passion. Well, no, but what... Humble. No. What do you see from fan bases? They will rock until they Le- die. And hatred. And lots of it. I mean, there are two people in this room alone that despise the very being that Tom Brady is. You know, I mean, not on a personal level. They don't know him personally. They don't hate him as a person. I'd rather not know him personally, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, but like, no, I'm but there's a lot of hatred. But who hates Larry Fitzgerald? Really, though, who? If ha- you hate Larry Fitzgerald, you're wrong. I mean, who hates bitter, bitter Rams or Forty Nineers? I love same, Larry. But that's the same thing. It's like even the people that, even the fans of teams that Kobe destroyed. 
it's a respect. Yeah, reminds me very much of it's a de- it's a des- despisement out of respect. Yeah, not out of hatred, and that's what Kobe was. Kobe was was is and always will be one of the most loved players of all time, and I think that goes because of. A lot of people boil the argument down to LeBron and Jordan. A lot of people hate LeBron because they think Jordan's the best, and vice versa. Yeah, but Kobe's just Kobe. He he will forever be one of the most loved NBA players and professional athletes of all time. Reminds me of that uh, commercial they ran during Jeter's final year, the respect commercial. Very the, much the hat tipping. Yeah. yeah, and and that's just and. and you know, and basketball too. Basketball is one of those sports where, you know, probably the only sport where so many people get involved with the sport. You know, obviously, very few make it professionally and even to a, a an actual competitive collegiate level, but just Catholic rec leagues and yeah, and and regular rec leagues and middle school basketball. So many people get into the game because of one person there's so many players and you see it all the time in it all oh like i you know why do you love why do you want to be an outside linebacker i just i i loved watching lawrence lawrence taylor play i loved watching it but he was but he was a football fan he was a fan of a team yeah you know what i'm saying like it was bigger than just lawrence taylor like he didn't just watch lawrence taylor sacks i mean there are people out there like that i'm not gonna say there's not but there's very few people that just watched Lawrence Taylor sack a quarterback and was like, that, I, that, that's him. That, that's the yeah. reason I'm going to play football is because of just him. You don't see it as often. And you don't see that in, in, in baseball as much. I mean, very, in, very influenced. But baseball and football are two of those sports where you go out and you see Derek Jeter playing shortstop. And you might go out and be one hell of a baseball player, but you might not be a good shortstop. Yeah. You might you might think that you oh Tom Brady might be the biggest hero of your life, but you might be five ten, and run fast but have no arm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but basketball if you're good at basketball, you can kind of fit in anywhere. Yeah. Growing up now, once you start getting into the competitive level, it starts getting divided much more. But so many basketball is that one sport where so many people play because of one person. People are just enamored with you. See it all the time. You, it's it, basketball is, is is the only sport where there is such a large fan base of people that follow a player, not a team. You don't see that in the NFL. You don't see somebody that's like, well, I, I mean, you do see it, but you don't. Not see, on the same level. Not on the same level. You don't see a lot of people that's just like, well, I, I'm just I'm just a big Eric Weddle fan. Yeah, I've seen more. I'm a LeBron fan versus I'm an Eric Weddle fan. Right. I mean, I mean <laughs> our 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 own Jamar, his his sister slash twin, um, but like she she's a you know granted she's not a big basketball fan, but she's a LeBron fan. Yeah. So she was a Heat fan because he went to the Heat, and she liked the Cavs when he went back to the Cavs. Now you know I'm a firm believer of if you're going to follow a player, be a fan of the player. Don't say you're a fan of the team, but that you see that in basketball more because of the influence that one person has. On an entire generation of people. Basketball is more, for what you're describing, basketball is the most definitive for that type of thing. Yeah. It just, it's just how it is. And maybe it's because it's the, it's the sport where you can most individually stand out. Yeah. yeah the most, you know? the most and, impact. That, yeah, you, you know. can have the most impact as an individual versus as a team. And don't get me wrong, at the end of the day, it's still a team. I mean, you look at, we, we talked about it before, you know. We talked about we were talking about Devin Booker with the eighty 
or the um uh how many points was it? Was 81. That, 81 combined with no, um, no 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 I'm talking about the 60. the points that he dropped in a single oh, game. Oh, 70, right? 70, yes. Yeah, the 70 points and they lost. A lot of times when you see a player have a performance like that, their team loses because nobody else did anything. Yeah. It's still a team sport, but the individual's performances are what stand out. You don't you never hear about saying, "Oh man, did you, you remember when the Pistons had the game where the team grabbed 87 rebounds?" It's like, no, you remember the game where Wilt Chamberlain had 55 rebounds? It's an individual yeah. stats. From, you know, but you hear that more in football where it's like, remember the game where the, the remember the season where the Broncos put up 7,000 offensive yards? Remember the season where the Yankees hit 25 billion home runs? You remember the season? That was last season. Yeah, but you know, one exactly. before that too. So, but I mean, so let's, let's put a, let's, let's put a cap on, on, on the, the Kobe Bryant thing, it's one of those things that we could go on forever and talk about. I mean, we haven't even gotten into some of our best moments, and that's something we can save. Those, those will be things that will definitely come up in discussion. Um, we have we have a segment, I believe, the Mass prepared for us, if he's ready to do it this week. He did. Is he ready to do it? Which segment is this? He had the, it prepared two weeks ago. The then now then thing. Where are they now? Oh, I'll pull up my laptop. So he's not ready. And then uh, we, have, uh, we have to do our NHL. NHL draft and announce the MLB standing or the MLB uh, finish and um, yeah, all that fun stuff. But before um, we go into break, is, no, I was say, does anybody have anything, any last minute things that they would like to say just about? Finish your thought. Kobe Bryant, you know, a- a- anything that they'd like to say on the matter, because we in we are going to get into our GSWD format in the second and third hour. Um, you know, we'll, we'll leave anything, any, if anything happens during the time we're out, we'll talk about it at the end. We'll bring it up. But does anything, anybody have anything that they'd like to say? We just Brett? all, oh, we just all appreciate and love him. Yeah. We were, we, we were very lucky to be able to see him play in, in our lifetime. We love, we love you on the court. And then after seeing you, how you really were off the court, kind of loved you a little bit more. That was it. It's Kobe. I, I've, I mean, pretty much anything. It's already been said, you know. Mass, you, you wanted to say something? No, I wanted you to read this to close out the hour. Oh, is that what you really want me to do? Yeah. Okay. Right. I, I chuckled because I, I thought of a scene from The Office. <laughs> not to talk. About. He texts the actual. This, this thing here. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. So this is a letter to Kobe Bryant from Nike. Basketball. It's his oh. return letter from the letter he wrote, Dear Basketball. Oh, oh from the poem? Yeah. This okay. is Dear Kobe from Basketball. Oh, I've never seen this, actually. They just did this. Oh, okay. So, it, uh, we'll finish this out. And then, um, after this, uh, we'll just quietly, um, we're going to quietly, we'll, we'll, we'll quietly go into, into break in it, and then uh, we'll see you guys on the other side of the break. Yeah. Dear Kobe, I got your letter. As I'm sure you're aware... You were not the first to fall in love with me. There were others who professed and proclaimed. Some burned bright, but most burned out. I watched them all come and go because I've seen it all. Every game from peach baskets to the present. See, I know what greatness looks like. I know what it takes. I know it's not for everybody. So yeah, I was skeptical. Skeptical a kid, skeptical a kid from Lower Marion could take me places I'd never been. Skeptical your game could inspire nations and generations. So I tested you from day one. I threw everything I had at you. I wanted to see if draft day would destroy you or drive you. 
I wanted to see if those air balls in Utah would be a shot to your confidence. I wanted to see if broken bones and banged up knees and separated shoulders and torn tendons would lessen your love. They deepened it. You didn't have to tell me you loved me. You showed me. You showed us. I have inspired many, but but been inspired by few. Thank you, basketball. P.S. I didn't think you had 60 in you, but I've been wrong before. Talk? Okay, all right. And <laughs> so uh, we're back, um, and uh, we're going to wrap up the uh, January kind of like fun stuff that we did before. We, and then, uh, unfortunately, some like homeless hooker has a birthday in February that we have to honor. But um, we'll go back into kind of like regular content after that in February. But we're going to finish up. We have some more brackets that we wanted to do. Um, so hopefully you guys have liked the brackets. If you didn't, good news, this is the last of them. <laughs> um, if you did like them, bad news, this is the last of them. So we're going to get into one more little quick bracket segment. I believe the Mass has a couple. and You only have one. Uh, I know the Baron has one. I got one. So we'll do a couple brackets, um, something quick, and then we'll probably kind of shorten up. We, we took a little long in the first hour of the break. We had some technical difficulties. So we'll do a, a shortened second segment, and we'll come back strong for the third. Sound good? Sound good. All right, so uh, Red Baron, cue it up. Yeah, you got the brackets ready. Oh, no. <laughs> did, anybody, did, any, did anybody watch anything Pro Bowl? No, no, no. I watched part of the skills competition. The, the, the new challenge that they had—I didn't watch the whole thing—but the Swiss cheese challenge was awesome. What? Yeah, the so they the had passing thing. Yeah, it was called thread the needle, but they look like Swiss yeah. cheese. I thought it was awesome. So it was a quarterback had uh, two targets or two uh, boards. And each board had various sized holes with a um, points going from largest hole was a lower point to smaller hole being a larger point. And they had to throw footballs. They had to thread the needle into the holes. Now, no big deal. In the center of each board, they had to alternate from the left board to the right board to the left board. They couldn't just keep slinging balls as fast as they could. In the middle of each board was a Pro Bowl defensive back. Yeah. So for every pick they threw, they got minus three points. <laughs> and then, obviously, the defensive back was trying to defect Deflend, def, deflend, easy for me to say, deflect the pass, even if they couldn't pick it, to prevent it from going in the hole. And Kirk Cousins looked the... pretty terrible. Yeah, I know Russell Wilson, I think he was going up against... Uh... He went against Lamar Jackson. No, 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 but I mean, like, uh, the defensive backs oh, was, it was uh, um, Mika Fitzpatrick and... Uh, Gilmore. And, yeah, Stephon Gilmore. And, like, I know, I, and then I think Lamar Jackson went up against Eddie Jackson. And Darius Slay. And Darius Slay. And who won that one? I think it was Russell won it, right? Yeah, Lamar didn't look good. How no. how far were they throwing this away from? Well, maybe 15, 20 yards. Same, yeah. Okay. So it was enough that the defensive backs didn't have that much of an advantage. No, but I mean the the quarterbacks. I mean, really had to like sling it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you had to like you had to, you had to do a, you couldn't Chad Pennington it. I mean, you had to you had to Brett Favre <laughs> yeah. that shit. Cousins looked rough. Yeah, yeah. Brock Osweiler would have been perfect for that. <laughs> He just would never got it in the hole. No, he no, he had great accuracy short range. He just threw it so hard nobody could catch it. Yeah. You know, kind of the John Elway effect, but like you know, didn't win any rings. The uh, the and, dodgeball and thing could was probably cool. draft a better quarterback. Yeah. Oh, Jarvis Landry with the dodgeball thing was, it was awesome. so funny. So I heard something about that. So he won without ever throwing. <laughs> he the wasn't ball. throwing the ball. He, he was just, kept, just rolling them back. He kept rolling them to the NFC and then just kept catching everything they threw. <laughs> and he ended up. I think it was like him versus four people. At the he end, won. at the end, it was him and um, I forget there there was a oh it was him and Nick Chubb against Devontae Adams and um it might have been like Alvin Kamara. Or something, and um, Chubb got out, 
And then the same thing, like uh, Devontae Adams stepped over the line, so he was out. And then, yeah, Landry was just rolling the balls back to Kamar. And then he he made – it was actually like an incredible catch yeah. to win. That's awesome. But he That's was playing funny. with the receiving gloves. It was, it was funny. It's just like this is, you know, like the, the Pro Bowl is tough to watch. There's no doubt about it. But, like, it's fun to do these, like, challenges. I think they need to bring back some of the more traditional challenges, which are, you know, more along the lines of, like, the, the farthest throw and stuff like yeah. that. You know what I mean? And it's cool that they're airing them the year that they're being played. Yeah. Well. Because it, it used to be like, hey, here's the 2006 oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pro Bowl when, skills yeah. competition. When they didn't have them anymore. <laughs> yeah. One thing that I wish the NBA would bring back. Kyle, remember when NBA All-Star Weekend, they used to do like one of the first challenges they did was like during the day, they broadcasted it later, where like they were outside the stadium and like four guys, four NBA All-Stars were playing like a game of like extreme horse. <laughs> I like, don't was, remember that. You don't remember that? Oh, there was one like at the, I think there was one, it was at... What was it? I think it was like at the Staples Center, and like a guy went out and like he took the ball and and he stood on top of like a hot dog cart and like th- and like threw it like off the building and in for like a oh horse. God. I mean, like it was just like insane. Like the shots they were trying to make. Like one guy had the like he brought the hoop in and put it on one of those scissor lifts, so it was like twenty feet up in the air and <laughs> shot like a thirty-five foot point three, like a thirty-five foot three-pointer, but on like a twenty-foot hoop. Like they were just doing some obscure shit. Like that was a lot of fun. I wish, and I mean, I, I watched a little bit of the Pro Bowl, like the highlight, and and the game. It, it's it's almost like a mockery of the game. Who won the game? I, I believe the AFC won. Anybody watch any anybody watch any NHL All Star this weekend? Paul did. I know nobody else did. I, I caught some of the highlights. Working. Boo! I was working. I was working. Boo! Too. You have TVs at work, both of you. Not don't you dare say you don't, Mass. Not play... NHL Network. It wasn't on NHL Network. It was on NBC. NBC. Oh, you don't have you don't have NBC on your TV. Kyle, I've watched UFC pay per views at Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, you've watched Sunday Night Football at work. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. I watch it on my phone, not work. What? You watch it on your phone at work. Okay, sorry. I so, watched Kane Velasquez beat Brock Lesnar <laughs> from the Burger King dining room. No, you didn't. I did. We all went. I don't know how we watched it, but we watched. You it. have NBC there, Kyle. Do they actually have TVs? What do you mean you don't have NBC? Do you have Fox? I only have Fox and CBS. That's not true. It is true. It's, it's not. It's not true. I've gone in there and seen ESPN on. Maybe we have ESPN. Anyway, I remember watching UFC. It was very. It was a very funny occurrence on how that <laughs> happened. Yeah. But we all watched it there. So this year they did. Um, the traditional uh, hardest slap shot challenge. Yeah. Shea Weber won that. I think like one hundred five eight. I don't know what that means. 105 miles per hour. I, who who was the wasn't there a guy that broke Char's record? AHL All Star Game. One oh. 109.8. Oh. 109.8 miles per hour. Because I, I saw that. Yeah. I was like, Jesus. Uh, Connor McDavid was finally dethroned in the fastest skater challenge. By him? me. Yep. There you go. Mike Mock. Mike Mock. Uh, Michael Scott. Scott. <laughs> Well, actually, Oscar Nunez won it, yeah. <laughs> but then he, then, then Michael, Michael, Michael Mock strangled him. So who actually won? Uh, it was Ekman, um, and uh, yeah, he had a pretty good time. Was, What's his was, first name? Larson. Wow. No. Larson Ekman. No, it's Ekman Larson. <laughs> um. So what's his name? I can't remember. I'm like really bad with the names because it's just like they're so foreign all the time. So is it not Dustin? Dustin Ekman? Yeah, I got a feeling it's Dustin. 
Sounds right. Sounds like a name that I know. I'll kill this if you're right. Oh, sorry. No, wrong one. I was thinking of a different year. Matthew Barzell won it. Well, wow. what's this other guy's name? We need to know. <laughs> For the people what's keeping score at home. Ekman? Ekman Larson's who I was probably thinking of, to be honest with you. Is, is that his name? Ekman Larson's a real person. But is that who you were talking about? Yeah, it's probably who I was thinking of. No, it's it's Dustin. Dustin Ekman? <laughs> All right. you mean, are you thinking of Dustin Axman? Nope. Anyway, I don't know um, what I'm thinking of. Brooks so Decker, I believe. This year they did. Um, they brought in a all star squad for uh, women's U.S. team and Canada yeah. team, and they did a three on three thing. That was kind of cool, like a little tribute type of deal. There was a lot of. Um, it was also really cool too because the all star game was in St. Louis this year, so right after the Stanley Cup. Um, our our uh, uh, fan favorite for all the wrong reasons here, uh, Pamela Beasley, Beasley, was in attendance. Albert. Pamela Helper. Well, Pamela Beasley was hotter than Pamela <laughs> Helper. But, um, well, although Pamela Helper doing the lip sync challenge. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> but no, but, but anyway, she was a celebrity coach. Yeah. Um, and uh, so that was cool because she's St. Louis native and um, big blues fan. And um, But it was cool because they were like the champions. They brought a lot of legends out. Wayne Gretzky was there. They had some of the legends come out. One legend came out. I forget his name. But he came out with a wood stick, which they don't use anymore, and, and posted a slap shot of like one, 101. Jesus on the hardest shot, it was Dustin Ekman. <laughs> there you go. But they did, this, they did a new a new skill set. So you used to do like the relay race kind of deal, yeah. Which was like where you had to like saucer the puck over the wall into small nets, and you had to skate in and out of. So this time they put a platform up in the section behind the goalie net. I think it was like twenty rows up or something like that. And so from the platform to center ice was like hundred and seventy five feet or something like that. And you were elevated. And they put targets on the ice. And you got points going with the targets you hit. And so it was the first time. So these guys are ripping wrist shots over a crowd of people. Which would add protective netting. But trying to hit all these targets. That was pretty cool. Patrick Kane won that one. um, Which is awesome. So awesome. Because of how much he's hated. (laughs) I mean, they they played in the All-Star game when they do their threes tournament. The Central Division... They were doing it, and there was uh, there was a, a, a scrum in front of the goal for the, the puck. And Patrick Kane ended up pulling it out with his skate and wrist-shotting it in, un- five-holing the goalie. And the crowd went fucking nuts because the Blues are in the Central Division. And then they announced goal scored by Patrick Kane, and everybody was like, Boo! <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, people were booing the shit out of him when he was getting called up for the, that challenge. And, the, I mean, they fucking hate him. And it's just so – and he's just sitting there laughing. Like, he was sitting there, like, getting ready to do his last shot, and he's, like, putting his hand up to his ear, like, I can't hear you guys. Yeah. It was just oh, so – Matt, can you just put this somewhere else? It keeps falling down. I appreciate it. Put it on. Get some of that fresh spilled beer. <laughs> I wiped it all up. <laughs> it's not going to fit. It's an extra large. It'll fit. Listen, basketball jerseys are supposed to be snug. Purple, red, and gray <laughs> looks real good together. <laughs> a little golden. Wait, wait, yeah. NHL. It's like a the, centrum the, the, skill, the, skills, the skills competition was pretty good. The, the championship game and the Central Pacific game were pretty good for the All-Star weekend, but the Atlantic metro, metro, uh, Metropolitan one was pretty rough. But, I mean, it just, it just kind of goes to show you, you know, when you're missing people like um, Stamkos, Ovechkin, and Crosby, it's a little rough. Uh, all right, so uh, cracker break. Mass, you're first. All right. Let's see. What's this one called again? 
Top it's called ten. having your shit prepared. You're Dustin fucking killing Eckerly's it, Eckerly's moments. Fucking killing. Thanks, Kyle. You're not. You're doing a terrible job. <laughs> <laughs> you first forgot your excitement because you're an asshole. Kyle, what are you mad for? Because Kyle, he had it ready last week. Because Kyle prepared a game show once, and now he's King Dick. <laughs> yeah, ever since you made that show, you've been real dude. Ah, <laughs> it comes back! It comes back! Ah, Kendall, milk it for all it's worth. <laughs> Go ahead. Make up some content, you fucks. How's your new office? Good. Good. A lot of naked men in there? Yes. You know, Kyle, just for that comment, you know, I, don't, I know it was a long time ago, but early on, I made a lot of content. A lot of, when we were doing our 20-minute segments, half hour, 10 minutes. We all did. Stuff. We all made our own content in the beginning. Kyle, a lot more than you did. Not really. Yes. Kyle, the Connecticut show was legendary, and you hated it, and it makes me mad. Because it was stupid. It wasn't stupid, Kyle. We're from Connecticut. But nobody cares about Connecticut. <laughs> Hold Except on. 49 not, other states. I'm not from Connecticut. Well, I don't oh, all right. What, what Fuck the, me. What was the no, Connecticut I, show? You remember the Connecticut show? I, I, I'm not from Connecticut. We, we shouted out a kid from Quinnipiac. Who fucking cares? He did. He didn't. He did. He didn't. He did it. He, he tweeted he at did. us. He did. Yeah, he did. He sucks. What, what <laughs> You'd you know now? that if you had a girlfriend that made you a Twitter. What's he doing now? <laughs> God, I don't know. I, I, running other, some fucking I, firm? I other things going on. Right? Running a firm? <laughs> Kyle, you're saying that like you went on from Alberta's pitching to be like the best prospect in Brewers no, but, like, history. You don't gotta shout me out. We would have. I'll shout at you. I would have. I sucked. You were pretty good. Nah. Mock being a douche. I see his face. <laughs> I didn't do <laughs> <laughs> I think we can all agree the worst segment Kendall ever did was the Houston article. That was the. I liked that. that was I'm sorry. Terrible. What? So when we first started, we were trying to write articles and only made it to like four. I, tr- I I wrote I wrote multiple and nobody else wrote any so I stopped. I, I think I did one or two. I know I did one. I did two. The drafter the the bloomer bus one I did was really good. I like that. Yeah, one. I'd like to get back into it. It's that just time the, consuming. Uh, yeah, but, the the star slump. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I was saying. Star slump. Yeah. So Kendall, you know how Kendall likes to incorporate, um, you know, like drugs and alcohol into most things. Everything. Yeah. So there's yeah. like a, there's a holiday that only he celebrates, which is called. Uh, June twenty sixth. So it's June twenty seventh. It's some. It's a day some like fat black guy in Houston made an album that's seven hours long, and uh, basically he died from drinking cough syrup. So Kendall likes to celebrate that holiday by drinking um, any oh, purple liqueur he can find with Jolly Ranchers and Sprite, which is really tough to find. Yep. And um, on top of that, uh, one year he Isn't decided there one called hypnotic. For uh, they stopped doing yeah. the hypnotic harmony yet, but um, he he had some bottles of that though. I found that we went to seven package stores that day finding it. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> shout out New Britain. Yeah, Kendall decided that he was going to write an entire article on the most influential Houston athletes of all time. To How honor. many did you find? It actually came out pretty good. We could we could find the art. It's still on our site, our Facebook. Yeah. All right. What do you got for your bracket? We reposted it once. <laughs> all right. Best number two receivers. I, I gotta go to the bathroom. All right. Well, <laughs> are you uh, kidding? <laughs> <laughs> I would have been so pissed. <laughs> I think because of that, Kyle has to take a shot. All right, I'm all right with that. <sighs> Kyle, oh, wants he's get, so mad. Kyle wants to get drunk anyway because then there's a lesser chance of him driving home. There's the same chance of him driving home. I'd actually be curious to see what it would be like. Just not in my car. <laughs> I was about to say. Do you really want to risk that? Probably better. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. <laughs> He talked himself into it. Yeah. 
So, uh, get Mark, a stadium pal. Yes. Just talk about something. This is your chance to come up with content. You'll come up with content in a little while. Come so, up with some on the fly content. <laughs> there's two things. Oh, all right. Never mind. Well, no. So, so there, there was a couple that I mean, I don't, I don't know how much time will fill, but I mean, you know, last week, two, two important sports things, at least important to me, kind of happened. Um, you know, we, we mentioned before we all have those favorite players <laughs> but uh you know my my all-time favorite player Derek Jeter was voted into the baseball hall of fame um and we're we're waiting to see which snake of a writer didn't vote for him. I'm glad though I'm honestly glad why because there were people before him that deserved the unanimous vote if if, if, if there's going to be this staple of people that deserve it not getting it then nobody should ever get it in my opinion I'm Barry sorry Bonk. Kyle, shut up. It's true. Way better player than Derek Jeter was. And he cheated. So what? Who cares? We're not getting into that debate. <laughs> but but I remember when I was no. a kid, I remember when I was a kid, there used to be the rumors that Derek Jeter was gay. Yeah, that was around for a while. There was also one, did anybody else hear the one about Michael Vick being gay? No. no. I heard that one too. He was in jail, so. No, that was pre-jail. But, uh, you know, Jeter got into the Hall of Fame, which which was a cool, I mean... <laughs> Bless you. It, it wasn't a, a surprise. Like, I didn't get the announcement. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. But, you know, it was it was nice to see it happen. And then um, on the, the other side of that, we saw Eli Manning hang it up and announce his retirement, Um, which I'm, I'm kind of happy that. I didn't want to see him, like, just go to another team and just kind of flop around for a couple years. Um, So it, it's, you know, the the – Change is happening in the I mean, and for the baseball side, it's happened, but, you know. The also, give some love to, to Larry Walker. Kyle, I told you at my house, I don't even know who that is. Yeah, he still made the Hall of Fame. <laughs> he just say, fuck you. I didn't say fuck him, but I, I don't know who he is. You know, shout out. That's cool. You got in. Matt should be happy about that. He was a Cardinal. I'm busy trying to plan this all week. <laughs> but, um. You know, the the funny stat, too, I think they said this is the first time, or it's going to be the first season in, like, 27 years or something, or 21 years, that there won't be a Manning on an NFL yeah. 90, roster. Yeah, 98. No, 97. Manning was re- drafted in 98. Archie Manning. <laughs> but apparently, they said, that, like, they said that, like, Cooper's son is, like, it's supposed to be really is, like, good. blowing all their high school records out of the fucking water. Yeah, Rebecca, a big Cooper fan. Yeah. She one time, one time, I walked in to her stroking a picture of Cooper's cock, and was just like, "Oh my god, my credit score!" And after th- and that, that's when Kendall started drinking. Six forty. Six forty. That wouldn't even get Rebecca moist. She's looking seven hundreds or better. Two twelve. That's not a real one. Twelve. There's not. It's not a real one. I think the lowest isn't the lowest like it's three like hundred. Yeah, three hundred something like that. Yeah, what do you got to do? You got two twelve. <laughs> Default, baby. <laughs> Default. Ask Kyle that too. I <laughs> declare bankruptcy. <laughs> I knew. I knew that would get a tickle out of Mark. All right, good. you ready for your bracket? What do you got? Best number twos taken all time? Uh, no, best number two wide receiver all time. Oh, I was going to say because I had. I definitely had number seven yesterday. <laughs> I ate, I ate Taco Bell and spicy chicken sandwiches in the same day. It's a good oh, day. Yes. Bang bang. Kyle and I did the uh, Chick-fil-A KFC bang-bang the other day. <laughs> oh, you revisited the KFC? Damn. Yeah, you want to know what's really funny? He puked before KFC. <laughs> no, we didn't go to KFC. 
Went to Chick-fil-A, though. We that would have been so funny. We did go to Chick-fil-A. And then Kyle took a 30-minute shit in Michael's. <laughs> Can I tell you, I watch that video quite often, Kyle. It wasn't my fault. Well. No, not that. There's a fucking bastard in there in Michael's way before I was. <laughs> Kyle was like, you know why they have bathrooms here? For guys like me. <laughs> <laughs> Just go in there and blow them up. It's actually a really good stand-up bit. Kyle was mad at me, too, because we had to go to the mall. We were getting... I, I got Samantha, a, like, a wallet full of gift cards for her birthday. Um... Because she just returns things, so I got her gift cards. And um, so I'm trying to maximize time because I had to go pick up Amelia from school. So I told Kyle, I was like, Kyle, here's 25 bucks. Can you wait in the Ulta, Ulta line and just buy her $25 gift card? Kyle was like, now everybody thinks I'm gay because I bought a gift card to a makeup store. <laughs> there was like three people in line. <laughs> but guys, I swear, it's a gift. People say, like, we don't For care. me. Get out, get out of line. <laughs> just hurry up. <laughs> All right, so many stuff here. Best number two receivers all time. All right, I can't uh, wait for us to shit on him. Just be like, "This is the number two. Oh, it's gonna be great. Yeah. Uh, he texted me his list. Hey, do these guys all qualify as number twos? There were guys in there that were definitely not number twos, but I was like, "Looks good." <laughs> just for this, just to watch it happen, just to let you burn. Right, in hell. So how are you gonna do this? Are you gonna do it like eight up, or are you gonna do? Uh... I'll do it eight up. Okay. Like keep it one through eight, but yeah. Uh. <laughs> Keep it one through eight, but I'm going eight to one. <laughs> well, no, like keep it ha- as he has it. I know. All right. Uh, number eight, Tyler Lockett. We're Do already, people? We're already guns blazing. <laughs> Do people want stats or no? Nope. Keep right, going. Cool. <laughs> Do we need stats? I don't know. Right. You tell me. If, uh, if Nate Burleson isn't on this list, I'm so pissed. Number seven, Julio Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Nate Burleson is not on this list. Nate Burleson was definitely more of a 2000s guy. That guy was uh, awesome, though. Yeah, Frozen was, was really cool. Number seven. Great commentator. Or uh, analysis guy. Sorry. Number seven, Chris Godwin. What was this? Of the last decade? Right? No, this decade. Okay. Just number, just number two receivers of 2020. All right, go ahead. <laughs> we're going solely off playoffs. So far, we're good. <laughs> One guy's play. <laughs> number six, Ted Ginn Jr. Number five. <laughs> uh, number five, Eddie Royal. Guess who's going to win? <laughs> Guess who was a three? Number Eddie four. Royal was a two in, in Denver. No, he wasn't. He was a two. He was there before the Demarius Thomas days. Number four, Cobb. He was because he was a member of the Bears the year that the no, Broncos. He was a Charger before all that. Oh, I meant that's what I meant. I actually shrugged because I kind of attributed Eddie Royal to actually more like late 2000. Never mind. Yeah, suck my ass, Ken. Ew. Randall Cobb's at four. I'm really curious to see who three, two, and one are. Right. Hey, <laughs> no, uh, put Randall Cobb up to three. I'm sorry. I miss Cole Beasley at four. <laughs> Randall Corn Cobb. <laughs> I believe that was my fantasy football name one year. Randall <laughs> was, Corn Cup? No, it was Corn on the Cob. Because I, I accidentally Number drafted two, Randall Decker. Cobb. Oh, Brooke. Ooh. That was so funny. Hilarious. It was, it was, it was seconded only to the Garrett Blunt. <laughs> Number one, Roddy White. You know, I forgot all about that guy. Yeah, he was pretty good, though. Yeah. For like five minutes. Yeah, he was good. For five minutes. He was good as number one for like four years. All right, so... 
All right, Roddy White versus Tyler Lockett. I'm going to give it to Roddy White just because Tyler Lockett was a two for like 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> He's been a number one ever since Doug Baldwin retired. Yeah. But, I, I mean, he was even a one over Baldwin last year. Matt says, fuck you. No, he wasn't. Oh, he was, was Baldwin was hurt all last year. And when they were, I mean. I vote was, Roddy White. Yeah. Yeah. I vote for Rodrigo Blanco. Uh, not Cole Beasley, please. I mean, Eddie Royal. Yes. <laughs> the, guy's, the guy's the best. Nobody has bought me a Bears Eddie Royal jersey yet, and I'm getting pretty upset about it. Kyle ordered it. <laughs> it's coming to it. it got lost in Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's really pissed right now. I don't know why. Come on, Kyle. Lighten up, man. Have fun. Randall Cobb over Ted Ginn. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Ted Ginn was more of a special teams guy, really. If he wasn't hurt, the Giants would have never went to that Super Bowl. He also, he also drops a lot of passes. But if he wasn't hurt, you guys wouldn't have went to that Super Bowl. Why? Because Ted Ginn wouldn't have muffed that punt. He could have. He wouldn't have. He drops passes. Why couldn't he drop a punt? Because he doesn't muff punts. He just drops passes. What are we talking about? Devin Hester drops passes, but he didn't drop punt and kick returns. It was the 49er. It wasn't him, though. Yes. No, no, Ted Ginn didn't drop Ted Ginn was hurt. The guy that replaced him. Ted Ginn was hurt. The guy that replaced him muffed the punt, and the Giants recovered it, and that that ended up going to the Super Bowl. Don't know. Got cut. Yeah. He got cut and got a lot of death threats. Yeah. Decker. Yeah. Decker. Not even close. Roddy White. Eddie Royal. Uh, Roddy White. Kendall? Eddie Royal, have his jersey. <laughs> this is opinion-based. Do the right thing, Mass. Well, the right thing would be to pick Roddy White. <laughs> You're right, so I'm picking Eddie Royal. <laughs> no, the right thing would be to do the wrong thing. Kyle, this is a bracket that literally zero people in the world give a shit about. Not the people in New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, the people in New Zealand are too busy trying to save koalas. They like us. They don't. We they have did. out there. That's probably because they're like, oh, look at these assholes. Randall Cobb or Eric Decker? Hey? Eric Decker. Eric Decker. Randall Cobb. Yeah, fuck Randall Cobb. Fuck that guy. He's pretty good, though. Eric Decker. Burn does a lot. Eric Decker, though. That Eddie guy- Royal. Picking Eric Decker. Decker. Kendall? Royal, have his jersey. <laughs> well, Eddie Royal will run. Well, I didn't vote yet. I know. I know you. I know who you vote for. No. I don't have Eddie Royal's jersey. I mean, no but I would like to own a Brooke Decker jersey. <laughs> so, because of that, I'm going to do the right thing and vote for Eddie Royal. <laughs> nah, Brooke, uh, Brooke Decker. I got. I, I will. I will always carry the shit guy to the to the end. But I won't. I won't let him win it if, if it's not right. The the now this was, thing was so funny. If this was Eddie Royal versus Randall Cobb, you bet your ass I would have <laughs> voted for fucking Nate Burles. <laughs> no. All right. Yeah. Good job, Mass. All right. Ooh. But, right. but why but Chris, Chris Godwin so high? Why Chris Godwin? Chris Godwin was number seven. But why in this? Because he's been doing very well as a number for two like since two years. Roddy White was the number two for this decade for like four years. Dude, he played forever, though. Yeah, but he wasn't good forever. Better than fucking Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin just broke out this year. But Chris, you know, he's been serviceable as a number two, though. He just had number one numbers this year. Just because he, he broke out because he had number one numbers. A number two receiver isn't supposed to have number one numbers. Mike Evans, 
to the Bills. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's not going to happen because Rivers is going to the Bucks. I know. Because they just said Rivers is gone. Rivers is going to the Bucks. Brady's going to the Colts. Can you Alex Smith is going to the Bears. Where's Cam going? Chargers. Home. <laughs> I, I think Chicago. What, for Cam? No. I don't think so. All right, who's next? Alex Smith. Matt Nagy has experience with him. It would make, uh, Smith if, if makes the Red, sense. If the Redskins cut him to save $10 million, I only know this because Kyle made me watch the Pat McAfee show. <laughs> um, but if, they, if the Redskins cut him because they'll save $10 million, because, I mean, I don't, you know, if, if a team were to trade for Alex Smith, not only would they be giving up, like, value, but they would also be eating, taking in a $21 million contract, so you have to start out. You can't, you can't back up a $21 million contract. What? You can't. Just out there, Alex Smith would be insane with Christian McCaffrey. No, he wouldn't be insane with Christian McCaffrey. It's just Alex Smith would be able to play his version of football, which is I'm not going to lose you games, but I'm not going to win you games. Yeah, but the quarterback to running back connection would be insane. He would have no one to throw it to. Christian McCaffrey. Okay. That's it. <laughs> That's all I care about. Okay, guess what? Christian McCaffrey was the only guy catching passes this year, and it got him. Um... I don't care where it got him. I just care about Christian McCaffrey. But it also, it also had Kyle Allen throwing a lot of picks. It's not going to matter when you don't have him next year in fantasy, Kyle. That's right. I know I'm not going to have him. Not the first so then what do you if care? If I fix it again, I can have the first pick. Hey, with the first pick, I'm taking Devin Singletary. <laughs> <laughs> That's something you would do because you're an asshole. <laughs> All right, Kendall, you want to do yours? Yes. You're All picking right. Derek Henry. What was your uh, category? No, I'm not. My last category I is... Stop. Third round. So loud. You were the most annoying on-air person ever. Yeah, calm down, fucking masshole. Don't you have some, like, pretzels you can chew into the mic? Yes. Yeah, you know, do you have any? Idea? The mass old thing was pretty funny. And it <laughs> <laughs> Some pork rinds. <laughs> okay. Actually, if you could finish a drink through a straw, that'd be great. <laughs> oh, God. So I have uh, best Whoosh. jerseys. So I combine. <laughs> Go figure. If the well, Reds are in there. <laughs> Reds? <laughs> I should have. Uh, so I, I picked some that I, that I liked and some that hope to disturb some. Can I interrupt you for one second? All sports. Can I interrupt you for one second? Yes. Have you guys seen the Pirates New Jerseys? I have not. All they are is writing in cursive. Okay. Like, oh. It says Pittsburgh in cursive. You know, oh. and people are losing their fucking shit. I can't wait till the Pirates put out the exact same like Bumblebee jersey and Kyle hates it. I'm not going to hate it. I like the Pirates. Like, look at this. They traded Star with Marte. This today. trash yeah. jersey. To the Diamondbacks. Yeah, to the desert. Well, because they'll do it in vertical fashion. <laughs> if your fans did not know, to minor leaguer. Yes. Is this what you're talking about? Yep. And number eight, the Steelers Bumblebee jersey. Oh, that is not making it past number eight. Fuck you. Okay. That jersey sucks, Kyle. No, fuck it's you. The Red Giant there. jersey suck it depends ass. Depends what yeah, number they one do. is. <laughs> Way worse than the Bumblebee. Number seven. Portland Trailblazers, black, home. All right. Look it up if you don't know what it is. Number six, Oakland Bumblebee Athletics. Bumblebee away jerseys. <laughs> White and yellow stripes. Oakland Athletics, green, number six. Those are very beautiful. Why don't you get a boner? I already have one. Number five, San Jose Sharks, teal. Got this off Amazon. Yes, <laughs> that's what I did. Uh, Amazon best jerseys ever. Number four, 
Seattle Seahawks Lime. Ugh. Could have never imagined I'd be voting for San Jose's jerseys. Uh, number three, Astros Orange. Ooh, nice upset. Number two, Anaheim Ducks uh, alternate jersey with the the old school. Uh, I guess it was eighty nine. The Mighty Ducks logo. Yes. yes. Thank you for. Uh, Can you put in parentheses? Terrible movie. Keep in front of the season, I'm kick Mock in the ball sack. <laughs> and number one, the San Diego LA Chargers powder blue. Homer. Yeah. What? Come on. I don't, but <laughs> I don't really care for them. Aw, oh, man, that means the blue, the Bumblebee jerseys are going to lose. Because <laughs> nope. Kendall's a dick and is going to vote for those fucking powder blue you know, garbage that they didn't wear this decade. If I could have done the seating differently, which I didn't think to, I, <laughs> I would have done it differently. Yeah, good. Switch Ducks alternate and Steelers Bumblebee. No, no you, you can't, can't do it now. For the sake of Seahawks. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> is anyone confused? Like, All right, so on. we got Chargers Blue versus Steelers B. Steelers B. Chargers blue. I love those. No, you, dick. I'm the host. Chargers blue. Chargers blue. Ash. It's a better choice. I don't have to vote. Bumblebee. All right. I'm happy we got that. Sahawk slime. Sahawk. The Chargers blue. You're a fucking Charger fan, you piece of shit. He likes the Chargers more than he likes the Steelers, and he loves the Ravens more than he loves the Steelers. The whole uniform is better than the Bumblebee. No, it's not. Bar none. Then why isn't it on the list? <laughs> because I needed to have... I can't just pick all NFL jerseys. I wanted to have good conversation. Wait, what do you mean you couldn't pick all NFL jerseys? <laughs> you could have substituted that NFL jersey for a different NFL jersey. Yeah, and also, you're a fucking bitch. And why do, I'm just <laughs> confused God, why... Kyle you, is so bad I'm just, tonight. I'm Listen. just confused by why, like, of all the NBA jerseys, you picked the Trailblazers home jerseys. Like, they're not bad jerseys, but... There's just so many other I, jerseys. I, the I, Vancouver Grizzlies jersey. I did some research of some fan, you know, some non biased right, so, fan base. Seahawks lime versus Sharks teal. Sharks teal. I said Seahawks one. Sharks teal. Sharks teal. Fuck the Sharks teal. Agreed. The Seahawks Fuck lime the Seahawks. are ugly. You know, I, I like them because every time I use the Seahawks in Madden, that's my jersey of choice. <laughs> Fuck the Seahawks. I can see all the players. Astros orange versus As green. A's green. A's green. Fuck the Astros jerseys. Full jersey. A's green. Wait, now, for the Astros orange, you're talking about the throwback with the big star on it? I was actually thinking of the, the modern ones. Oh, okay. I'm going to go with as green. Yep. As green. All right. Ducks all control delete versus Trailblazers home. Ducks. Ducks. I need, I need to know which ducks. Uh, so the one I looked at was the white ones. Black ones, but <laughs> <laughs> the black ones with the orange. Uh, well, wasn't it a gold mask? Yeah, um, but orange like accents. I guess yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that one. Trailblazers. <laughs> ducks won. You voted ducks, didn't you? I did. I yeah. Did. All right. Chargers blue versus sharks teal. Sharks teal. Chargers blue. Chargers blue. Chargers blue. Right. As green versus ducks all control delete. As green. Ace Green. It says As Green, guys. It says it right there. As Green. There's no apostrophe. Ace Green. All right, so All you right. don't have to vote. Good job. Good. All right. Uh, Chargers Blue versus Ace Green. Ace Green. Chargers Blue. Chargers Blue. You're up, Dick. Bum, bum, bum. 
It's not too late to vote for the jersey you have on, this gray, red, purple combo. <laughs> I think it's going to catch on. The Listen here, Liberace. <laughs> what's, the, what's the current score? 2-1. 2 one blue. Uh, green. Green. Oh, I hate the, the powder blue jerseys. Green. Oh, really? Don't, don't jerseys deserve to win anyways? They should have been higher. I, uh, I like... I'd like to mention that Mass is sporting the new franchise expansion NBA team, the everyone's favorite Boise Jackson Pollocks. <laughs> Can't believe you picked the like Chargers over the Steelers. Kyle, you are a Chargers fan. Uh, here we go. What? All right, next bracket. Let it be known that next bracket. I like, I like the, bee, the Bumblebee jersey. It's not a favorite of mine. It should be more of a favorite than a charging blue. All right, jersey. so I got NBA That's draft steals. I got NBA draft steals of the decade. Sorry. <laughs> I actually have a quick question. I'm looking at you, Mock. What? You're going to give me the stats on these guys. All right. Why was I fortunate enough to receive this? All right, give it back. No, no, no. I'm just curious. When you pass it, I thought we were all getting a nip. What is but it? I can't right, believe you picked I, the I bought two because I bought one for Mock, and Mock was like, I, I can't, I can't have a nip. I'm doing dry January. I can only have one beer. No, I and said, I was like, I, I what? Said, what is it, Kendall? It's a Mr. Boston's Blackberry Flavored Bread. What do we call it? What was it again for? Oh, uh. Cough medicine. It's fucking terrible. Was it cough medicine? That's something like a. Well, it uh, wasn't cough medicine. It was, um. Ah. We'll come back to it. Yeah. All right. Damn it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Draft seal since 2010. Can you drink it quick and then type? Oh, I'll just, I'll, just All right. I'll drink it. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to do these because I didn't rank these ones. I forgot to, so I'm just going to go ahead and read them off, and you just type them okay. down. All right? So, Kyle. Yeah. Suck it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, first up, we got uh, Jimmy Butler in 2011 as the 30th overall pick. So, for anybody who doesn't really know what, what draft seals are for the NBA – Pretty much, if you're not drafted in the first three, you're pretty much not really, like, guaranteed. And even then, you're not guaranteed. Like, the first three are usually kind of, like, the sure things. And then after that is, like, kind of, like, they're going to be really good eventually. And then it's, like, you're going to get some really good role players that are going to turn into quality starters. And then it's, like, you're, you're it's all just gambles, which is pretty much anything after, what, Kyle, 15? is all just... After the lottery, yep. It's just, yeah, after the lottery, it's pretty much just a giant fucking gamble. So, Jimmy Butler fell to 30th, which is... After the lottery. Uh, next up is Nikola Jokic, the center from the Denver Nuggets. He was drafted in the second round, 41st overall in 2014. So second round picks are huge. Like, you got a starter out of a second rounder. You're like, nice. All right, third up, we got Draymond Green was the 35th overall pick in 2012, which was the second round pick. Uh, up next, we have Isaiah Thomas who was the last pick in the 2011 draft. Like Mr. Irrelevant last? Yep. Wow. So is that How many 60? rounds are there in the 68. NBA draft? Two. Everybody else after that is free agents? Yep. If you, if you don't get drafted, you're not going to. Okay. Um, up next is Paul George, who was the 10th overall pick in 2010. Now, I put this one because notable players taken before him were... Uh, So, players like John Wall, who hasn't been playing, Evan Turner, who's a bust, Derek Favors, Wesley Johnson, Demarcus Cousins, who's, in my opinion, been a bust, Ekpe Udo, 
Who? Greg Monroe, Al Farouk Amino, and Gordon Hayward. So really, no, the only person, in my opinion, on this list that could even be considered worth taking over Paul George would be John Wall, and that's still a no. Um, versus up next, ooh, this is going to be a good one, Kyle. Kawhi Leonard, the 15th overall pick in 2011, selected behind Ennis Cantor, Tristan Thompson, Derek Williams, Jonas Valanciunas, uh, Bismack Biombo, Brandon Knight, uh, Jimmer Fredette, Alec Burks, the Morris brothers. Uh, guys that were good that were selected above him were Kyrie Irving, Kemba Walker, and Clay Thompson. I was going to say, I'd never heard of any of those other players. Yeah. Uh, next is Rudy Gobert, the 27th overall pick in 2013, who is one of the best defensive players and a absolute stud start. 32nd, you said? 27th. 27th? Yep. Close and enough. then the last one is Malcolm Brogdon, who was the 36th overall pick in 2016. Again, another second rounder, so a big, like, who fucking knows. So, what causes people like Leonard and Butler and stuff like that to slide? So, like... They weren't as good in college. Yeah, they, they weren't, like, elite superstars in college. That's all it really Brogdon's was. Brogdon's problem was he was too old. Yeah, Brogdon was too old. Uh, Brogdon was drafted 36th, Kendall. What about, like, Leonard? Leonard, good. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't at the same cal. So like Kawhi Leonard was drafted the same year as Kyrie Irving. Right. Kyrie Irving lit it up in college. Yeah. So did Jimmer Fredette, Kemba Walker. Like these you know, these are guys that lit it up in college that were drafted ahead of him. I mean, Ennis Cantor, Tristan Thompson, these were all guys that lit it up in college. Okay. Um Clay T- uh, Kawhi Leonard in my opinion, really, I don't think Kawhi Leonard would have been what he was if he didn't have Greg Popovich, to be honest with you. Um They also went to smaller schools. Yeah. So, uh, all right, so Jimmy Butler at the 30th pick versus Nikola Jokic at the 41st pick. Kyle? Butler, just because Jokic hasn't played long enough yet. Paul? No, I'm the host. Okay. I agree with uh, just sample size, Butler. Butler. Mass? Jokic, why not? All right. <laughs> so Butler gets the nod. I think it will be Jokic. I don't care what you think. It's what you now. All right, Draymond Green with the 35th pick or Isaiah Thomas with the last pick in the draft? Draymond Green. Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas. Um, I'm going to go Isaiah Thomas just because he was the last pick. All right, so Isaiah Thomas advances. Interesting. All right, Paul George with the 10th pick or Kawhi Leonard with the 15th pick? Kawhi Leonard. Oh, hold on, hold on. Kyle? Kawhi Leonard. Mass? Paul George. Mock? Kawhi. Kendall? Kawhi. Kawhi went to rings. It's hard to argue. Who'd you say, Kyle? Kawhi. Who said Paul George? Fuck you, Mass. <laughs> Alright, and then Rudy Gobert is the 27th pick versus Brogdon with the 36th pick. Rudy Gobert. 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 Yeah. You, want, you want to know why, I think it is? Because 27th to 36th isn't really that big of a difference? Nope. Just because he played overseas, nobody knew about him enough. Brogdon played at Virginia. No one cares that you know that, Kyle. I just want you to know that right now. <laughs> I know one person No one gives does. a fuck that you know where these guys went to school. One person does. No. Who? Kenny. Kenny who? Omega. Like the wrestler? Yep. Yeah, he, he's a big fan. Tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> that is my favorite Kyle argument. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> I love it. Jimmy Butler at the 30th pick versus Isaiah Thomas at the 60th pick. <laughs> <Butler>. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, we'll think about it. 
Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Jimmy Butler for vote from Kyle. Mock? Butler. Mass? Ooh, I was going to go Thomas. Oh, I was going to go Butler, so fuck you, Kendall. Yeah, well, All right. Sure off. Kawhi Leonard at the 15th pick versus Gobert at the 27th pick. Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Kawhi. Kawhi. There you Kawhi. go. Think about it silently a little longer. <laughs> I say I say Kawhi because given these are these are both a hindsight is 2020 situation, but knowing what we know now about Kawhi Leonard I think that he would – there would be argument for him being number one. It would still be between him and Kyrie, but they would go one-two. Yeah. He'd go over Clay, and he would go over um, uh, Kemba for sure. I don't know that Gobert would still go, would go in the top two. They weren't in the same draft class, were they? No, but um, – I just don't know that he would still go top two. Because you, you see it all the time when people do like remocks. Yeah, but he he's a def- he's a defensive prowess and defensive dominant, like probably the best defensive center that basketball's seen since Ben Wallace. But he's not a he's not like a, a he's not a game changer in terms of offense, which is what the NBA is about. Right. And then so Jimmy Butler at thirtieth versus Kawhi Leonard at fifteenth. Kawhi. Kawhi. Jimmy Butler. It always comes down to me. <laughs> you pick last because you choose to be an asshole and not vote earlier. Well, I'm trying to think about it. Be logical. Okay. Uh, we when, all did that. When when are you ever logical? All the time. You guys just hate. <laughs> no, you're just Isaiah dumb. Thomas. If I buy a second thirty, that means I have to drink all of it, right? <laughs> yes. Which is most recently purchased. Ah, <laughs> uh, Butler. Yeah. Should have been Thomas. Butler. The only reason I say it is because we kind of talked about it earlier. Just like Kawhi being picked fifteenth, like you knew Kawhi was going to at least be a factor in his career. Whereas Jimmy Butler being drafted thirtieth, you had no idea that you were going to be getting the elite two way player that you that you have in the NBA. That's leading the Heat on his own, on his fucking own. Yeah. All right. So to you guys, so uh, it's 10.49, so we can go to a quick two-minute break and then come back and do this NHL draft real quick, or do you guys just want to rip through it? No break. Come, do you got to pee? Nope. Good for now. Let's no break. go. If I stop, will you go pee and not have to pee for the rest of the show? I could force one. <laughs> That's not what I asked. Will you have to pee for the rest of the show if you force one? Well, I, I want to finish this beer. I've taken a little while because I didn't want to have to pee. What am I watching here? All right. <laughs> Creamy Teeny Brothers versus... <laughs> I'm sorry, What? It doesn't matter. All right. All right. Want to take a break and then we'll, we'll yeah. do. All right. Quick two minute break and we'll be back live here on the PPRN Radio Network. And welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk live on the PPRN Radio Network, joined by douchebags and Rebecca. Rebecca's not a douchebag. Rebecca? Not a douchebag. Well, you're a D bag. Can I just try something real quick? Yeah, you may do whatever you'd like. And now, back to Getting Sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. I have to blame somebody. Just play that ricochet sound a bunch of times. Uh. <laughs> Real quick, we're coming back. We're back. Up. <laughs> that was just awful. <laughs> hey. 
Kyle, you ready to lose to me in fantasy hockey? Nope. Well, oh, here comes Randy Orton. Right. Here comes the makeout sesh. So, uh, real quick, so we'll do a quick rundown of where the fantasy stands so far. And as on last week's show, we noted because this is technically fantasy, the first place winner, the, the, the first place finisher, gets to do a punishment shot to the last place finisher. Um, so last week we drafted our MLB franchises. Do you guys want me to run through the teams again or no? Too, too much talking? Too much talking. So we'll run down Mock's team one more time because he wasn't here. So Mock, you ready? Yeah. So alright, so going around the diamond, starting at first to, first to third, shortstop last. Ready? You had Pujols, Pedroia, Machado, and Simmons. Your outfielders consisted of Braun, Batista, and Marcakis. Your catcher was Russell Martin. Your starting pitchers were Verlander, Price, and Lester. Your relievers were Fernando Rodney and O'Day. Who the fuck is O'Day, Kyle? Play for the play for the Orioles. Oh, okay, yep. Your closer was Ron Rivera. Um, oh, sorry, Mariano Rivera. Your utility man was Brock Holt, and your DH was Mark Teixeira. How do you feel about your team? I, I, I I'm not sure how I end up with Russell Martin. <laughs> But it was best available for catcher for the decade. And we predicted you picking a lot of Yankees. Hmm. I didn't really like him that much. Well, you got stuck with Russell Martin, so deal with it. All right. All right. So, you guys care to know the standings for the MLB? Sure. In last place. The rat, 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 the rat. <laughs> In fourth place, everyone's favorite household appliance, Machine Washable. All right. In third place, everyone's favorite garbage disposal, the Mass Chris Massey. Oh, 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 oh. And in first place, the man of many names, Paul Riddell. Oh, sorry. Yeah, cop. <laughs> So I finished in second. So the overall standings are as follows. In first place is the Riddler. In second place is Gilberto. In third place is the Mask Chris Massey. Fourth place is the Rat. And in fifth place, Mark Sheen Washable. Mark, we're going to need a strong showing from you in the NHL showdown. I think you have to finish. I think uh, in order for you to climb out of this, I think you need to finish in third. And even, and then you might be able to trump Matt. If Mass finishes in last... Or Kendall, you know what I'm saying? But you need to jump Kendall. But in order for you to jump Kendall, you have to finish third <laughs> to do it. You ha- you're going to have to. And I know you didn't do any homework, so. Nope. <laughs> 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 All right. Pretty much this is how it's going to go. It's either going to be me or Kyle that finishes in first, based off rankings. Because Kyle and I have finished one, two, and two out of the three. And then I finished, and the other one, I finished first, and Kyle finished, I believe, third. Who finished second? Kendall did, NFL. Oh. Um, yeah, that makes sense. So it's pretty much me or Kyle, and I think Kyle and I are in agreement that the gross shot is just going to be Thanksgiving shot for Mock. <laughs> but I'm going to make missed. You can do it with him. Yes. <laughs> but we're going to do the Boston Market turkey platter special, and we're going to follow that up with a lot of tequila. We might eat there. <laughs> Actually, I'm down to see what the turkey dinner at Applebee's is looking like for him. Oh, is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, we're going to get him the turkey riblets. Oh, God. <laughs> I like it. 
God, Applebee's is awful. Because you're a shitty person. Do I want to know what's going to happen if I lose? Can I have a snuff? I'm going to eat that hat. I like how Mass went from, I got some uh, Lakers gear to full Lakers garb and everything. I got told to put on the jersey. He's going to paint his face (laughs) in red and blue. (laughs) All right, and so we have to do the NHL draft. (sighs) Sus. Kelly, could you please bring up the random order generator? How are the positions going to work? The positions are going to work as follows. I pick first for all of them. (laughs) And then you guys all fight for second in a battle of whoever can pee for the longest amount of time. Ooh, not me. (laughs) That's why we had you drain the vein, baby. Third third place is going to go to whoever can pee the most most times in an hour. No, that's me. (laughs) Fourth is going to be whoever has the straightest nose. Well, maybe me, because it's not an angle, but it's definitely straight. <laughs> <laughs> and fifth is going to be grossest feet. <laughs> so I guess I'm last. No, <laughs> Mass is last. Yeah. You ever seen Mass's big toe? He's got an extra sandal for the big toe when he wears sandals. Better than my foot, my pinky toe. God, you just have weirdly, like, heighted toes. Like, your toes go, like, pinky toe, then the next one's shorter, then the next one's longer, then the next one's really, really long, and then the other one's shorter. Mash just has a big toe the size of your face, and it's got hair on the nail. Maybe not the nail. Mm, they might have hair on the nail. Who knows? <laughs> All right, so the position just falls. Everybody ready? Yeah. Ready. Is everybody ready? Yeah. Yeah. I need some enthusiasm, boys. Is yeah. everybody ready? Yarp. I'm yeah. ready. I'm All in. Right. So, two centers, two right wingers, two left wingers, two forwards, four defensemen. Two goalies. Got it. Right. What position are we doing first? Uh, I'll, I'll let you choose. But the reason I'm saying, the reason for this is I kind of went playoff hockey, which would essentially be more or less three offensive lines, two defensive lines, and then really you would only kind of work one goalie in the playoffs, but I did two goalies just for the sake of doing two goalies. Would you like to do one goalie? Vote, quick. Yes. Yeah, just do two. <laughs> you just made me do the real life Nick Young meme. Wait, what are we saying? You know the Nick Young meme? Yeah, the the black guy. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I just did that to you because I said, "Do you want to do one goalie?" And you said, "Yeah, let's do two <laughs> I thought we agreed. And on then two. I did the Nick Young. I'm in on two. Kyle. Oh, Kyle said he wants to do three, four. God, am I hearing five? Uh, thirty-eight. All right, we're gonna do seventy goalies each. Deal. <laughs> All right. And the only stat we're going off of is penis girth. But it's got to be measured with a ruler. Mark Subban. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sounded pretty funny. That was actually pretty good. Uh, All right. I thought about farting in the mic, but then I was like, I'm going to get pink mouth. <laughs> so what position are we doing? <laughs> well, Mark, you get to pick. Um, Obviously, forwards has to be last. We have to get well. We have to do centers, winger, right wingers, and left wingers first, and then we can do remain because then your forwards are like your like your utility guys. So like when we did NBA, you could pick any guard. So it's like that type of thing. So you can pick right wingers. All right, right wingers. I am, I am, I am judge, jury, and what is it? What's the saying? Judge, jury, and bailiff. Judge, jury, (laughs) bailiff. 
Who's one? Judge, jury, and executioner. So I'm judge, jury. I like balls better. All right, I'm judge, jury, and bailiff on positions. There's nothing else you guys. There's just doesn't nothing else matters. Because none of you know hockey. All right. Let's do it. So what are we doing first? Right wingers. Right winger. All right, randomize that shit. Right. Sewells. Patrick Kane. Yeah. I'll trade you. We'll see what you pick. Uh, I'm going to go. Hold on. Uh, hold on. This is gonna, I'm going to need to go back and forth here, so just give me a minute to do some typing. All right, so Kyle. I'm really pissed off that I'm fifth again. Well, fucking start sucking the randomizer's cock more. All right, Kendall. So does that mean I could pick Ovechkin? Nope. No, even though it's a secondary position. That's why it's called secondary position. Hey, you dumb fuck. Well, <laughs> I just want him. Who are you picking? Uh, can I take? Can I take uh, Tarasenko? You may. Vladimir Tarasenko. All right, so I, am I up next? Yep. Yeah. You are up next. I'm going to take Nikita Kucherov. Hmm. Phil Kessel. No. What do you mean, no? No. <laughs> what do you mean? What do I mean? Why? Because he's not a right winger. According to this website, he is. Nope, I'm on the hockey writers. That's what yeah. I just I'll give you a phone oh. All right, so Mash, you have back-to-backs. Uh... <laughs> Damn it, if he's looking at the same article. <laughs> Mash, we can get you to the microphone at any time. I'll take, uh, let's see. Blake Wheeler. And yes, like I am. Uh, TJ Oshie. Blake Wheeler? Yeah. The pitcher? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Mock? Oh, I'm getting that. <laughs> you know, the, the search terms are bringing up a lot of uh, soccer players, and that's not really helping <laughs> me. <laughs> All right, we're going to have to go this way with it. Hold on. This segment is brought to you by Doxalax. Brought to you by Pepto To make it easier for Mock, I'll change one of mine. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I got a new list. All right. I just got to navigate. Uh, so, you got, what do you guys think? Right wing. Right wing. Uh, so dope and heroin later? Oh. Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. Jesus. This is really going to depend on Matt Mock's pick, but... If Ma can pick right here, like just one of three players I'm thinking about, he's pretty much already secured beating Mass. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going to take. Good choice. Uh, come on, man. Give, give me Corey Perry. Guy blew it. Damn <laughs> it. No, I'm just kidding. Corey Perry's a good pick. That was my pick. That was your pick? Yeah. You thought Corey Perry was going to get to you? No. But it was my pick. <laughs> oh, damn it. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Hmm. Uh, 
like that guy. He wasn't dominant long enough. Is it Randy Quaid? <laughs> he was dominant for all <laughs> of the early 90s. Nah. David Pasternak. I know that guy. I think his name is Glenn. <laughs> David Glenn. Pasternak. He uh. Uh, forgive me if I not if I pick someone who's already been picked. But is uh, Mister Mister Jogger been taken yet? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> is that who you're going with? Yes. Am I a little bit more secure? Hmm. Am I a little bit more secure? Did he take Yager? Yeah. When did he stop playing? Like 2012. <laughs> nope, not according to 2016. No, way later than that. Was it? Yeah. I'm taking Mark Stone. Oh, God. Uh, it's Bill Stone. <laughs> What's wrong with that pick? Given who was still available. What? I wouldn't have picked him given who was still available. Granted, he should have said Bill available if someone had picked Blake Wheeler. So, so I know the article that he was referring yeah. to, and I was also going to take right. it. The most notable right winger left off the board was Martin St. Louis. You I'm know, thinking about him, he was on my list here. He retired in 2015, but he was. He, that's why he, I didn't go with him. He put up 100 points in the first two seasons of the decade, and during the lockout season, led the league in points. He he, he did damage. Okay. Well, it is what it is. All right. Um, Randomize it. Mass, you went last, so you can go ahead and uh, pick the position. Um, can we randomize it first? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Where you go, you fucking swine? Let's go uh, left wingers. All right, Mark. I'll take uh, Ovechkin. Not a left winger. He is on ESPN's website. You really trust ESPN for hockey knowledge? Can I, is that, am I four? What would you count as? Yeah. Hmm? What would you count as? I'm just fucking with him. Alright, so... You can't fuck with a guy? No. You can't fuck a guy anymore? What happened on the days where you used to be able to fuck You can guy? fuck a guy, you just can't fuck with a guy. Oh. You shut up, bullshit. Alright, <laughs> so Kendall, Paul? Kendall, where do you stand on that? Excuse me, why don't you go fuck yourself? Kendall, where do you stand on guys fucking guys? I think it's a free country. <laughs> Goddamn USA, baby. Yeah, that's right. As long as I get to still order at Arby's, I don't give a damn. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm going to take him. Just because I love him. Let me take him. The real rat. Brad Marshall. Scroll, scroll, scroll. There's another Bruin on this list you could take, Matt. Is that who you would take over? On my list, anyway. Over this person? I'm not helping you. All right. I helped you out with all the other ones, and you still didn't win. <laughs> uh, you know bullshit? I was talking to Kyle before about the basketball one. He was, like, assisting me on the picks. And he was like, yeah, you drafted a terrible team. <laughs> I was like, thanks, you dick. <laughs> you picked Steve Nash. Yeah, that was your fault. So that was that was a big. That thing. one was my fault. Doing the NBA, so here's the thing: the NFL one was super easy because they had the fans was such a big thing, but none of the other ones have it. 
So MLB was the hardest one for me to do because in order for me to get all the full stats, baseball reference, like, you know, the same, they have the same thing. I had to, like, pay for an account to get the stats. So I do it through MLB.com, which was a nightmare trying to scroll through the, the stats. But the NBA one, there were a lot of guys picked by Mass and Kendall. Or Mock and Kendall, where I had to like actually bust out a calculator and start adding <laughs> things up because they just didn't play long enough where there was a total. Who's up? Mass. Jamie Ben. Okay. Uh, Thank you. Who's up next? Sewell's Taylor Hall. All right. Keep scrolling. <laughs> keep scrolling. <laughs> oh, God. This is great. What? Nothing. This is fine. I have back to back. Yeah, you have back to back. It's just. It's just funny, like, how confident Kyle is. Thank you. Jamie Benn is way better than Taylor Hall last decade. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Wayne Simmons and... <laughs> it's Kretzky. And Panarin. Why do you do the things you do? <laughs> Kyle, I stick with one year and good <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah, you weren't here last week, were you? No. Kendall finally revealed to us that every year, every, every draft we've been doing, he's just been printing out the best players from 2015. Middle of the decade. Somewhere there, there has to be some evening out. Oh. Fuck, he's not going to get back to me. He might. Mass is up. Is he? Did you actually, did you pick? Master, you're fourth, Yeah, Daniel Sedin. What is that? Your Kyle pick. Who are you taking, Kyle? Sorry. Daniel Sedin. Who are the two that Kendall picked? Artemi Panarin and Wayne Simmons. Is Leon Rise, can you say the name? You could have taken Voracek. Try it. I want you to try it first. Uh, dry settle? Hold on. Give it to you. What is it? Can't be. I don't know. So who's up now? You. Uh. Hold on. I'm not worried about you taking a pick. I just don't want you to see it. You have a very photogenic memory. God, God, you haven't even shit yet and you smell like it. <laughs> it's my ear. <laughs> That's believable. Wow, I can't believe you fell to me. All right, I'm going to take Johnny Goudreau. Damn, damn, damn. Scrolling. Johnny Hockey, baby. <laughs> Scrolling. I was picked in, but I know he's a bust. Would you like some help, Mark? No, no, no I, I think I'm all right. I am on the table. I thought you were going to try it. No, I'm using this to. I'm using this as somewhat of a uh, reference guide. I have my own list. Thank you, Dick. Mock. Yep. Would you like some help? No, I, I was just reading. Um. Huh. Only two guys you should be choosing this round. I don't believe this guy was taken. Yeah. Leon. Yeah, he was taken. He was? All right. One moment. One moment. 
Pick between Flip Forsberg and Max Pacioretty. You know, I was looking at Flip, and I like that name. Flip Forsberg? Philip. Yeah. All right, now we got to wait for Dick Fuck to get back down here. Why, he was back to the beginning of the list. Huh? He was last. No, but if he goes first. Yeah, no, what position? Well, no, I, I mean... Unless you want to pick defenseman or goalie, I think we should just do centers to round it out the sports. Yeah. But you don't. But if you want, well, to pick, no, I, I God, agree. Kyle, how do you smell better after using the bathroom? Yeah. Wash the stand. You really got to get that ear fixed, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's a rough smell. You should put your ear right in Mock's mouth. No thanks. What is wrong with your ear, Kyle? Please don't do it. Oh God, stop. Cut, sit up. Kendall, you pick whatever you want to pick. Don't no. feel the pressure. You want to do goalies? We'll do them. <laughs> no, I want to do... I, I'm a sequential oh, guy. What the hell is wrong with your ear? Uh, you randomized? Uh, yeah. What are we doing? Kyle, you got the first pick for centers. God damn it. Yep. Sidney Crosby. Not a center. Yep. <laughs> How does it... Th- God. Changed my mind. Are you? I figured it's Sidney Crosby. Oh, you figured it's Sidney Crosby. Are you really questioning it? Huh? Are you really questioning it? Why? Who would you pick? McDavid? Yeah, go ahead, dude. Who's up next? Uh, It's me. I'm, I'm thinking... I just can't see. Look at that. Kendall figured out how to zoom. Nope. No time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you can't even zoom out. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> I can't see. Good. <laughs> I'm going to need a second. Everyone else took time, so I'm going to take my time. Well, uh, Kendall, we could talk about those uh, cheetah print glasses while Mass makes a lot of noise over there. Turtle shell, it's never <laughs> been a question. It, it is. It's a serious question. Has not been? Ask anyone. Mark, is it a question? It It's not. The cheetah print? No, nope. yeah, it's cheetah print. Anyway, Mass, did you drink the Paps? I did not. I put it back in the fridge. With that label. <laughs> so, I want to know. So, during the show, uh, Mass had ripped off the wrapper uh, of the Archer beer from Thimble Island and applied it to the Pabst. And I thought he was going to drink. And then he just apparently put it back in the fridge. It had been sitting out. It got warm. I guess it may have. You want to know what's funny? What? Kendall's going to talk about that the whole way home to Rebecca. <laughs> like, can you believe this guy? The nerve. I'm almost ready. So you gonna, are you going to drink that beer, Mass? <laughs> no, you can have it. I'm just wondering because you, you, you... You want it? Well, I, I just... I don't All know. right, I'm going to go ahead and get it. Then. It seems like you, you put your uh, stamp on it. All right. Of ownership. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and... I can't. Uh, we're going to go back-to-back Penguin Centers and think of any Malkin. What do you, what do you like, pumping your fist for? Oh, match, taking Conor, Conor McDavid? 
taken. No, everyone else already had the minutes. I was the last one to take it. I'm sorry. You still take them. All right, I'm going to auto-pick for you in 10. Not. I am. I have the computer do that. 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. Do you really want Charlie Carmway? 3, 2. He was good. 1 for District 5. He was also good for the uh, Seton Hall Warriors. Machine Bergeron. So that's who I was really going between was Bergeron and and Malkin because I'm going to be doing a kind of a slightly a little more complex scoring for hockey just to give people a chance to rack up more points, kind of shake things up. Kendall, I have back to back, correct? Yeah. Um. So I'm going to go Tavares and uh, Kopitar. Uh, can I change? Nobody else is Committee? Picked. Nobody else is picked. I say it's okay. I agree. Go for it. Uh, what are you getting rid of? I'm going to dump Kopitar. I I want uh, Stamkos. I reject his change. (laughs) (laughs) Mock? Hmm. Between two names. Is one of them really hard for you to pronounce? No, I can pronounce them both. Oh, okay, so you're not picking that guy then. Giving him shit for waiting. Give me Jonathan Taze. He wasn't going to get past there's, me. There's no reason that he shouldn't have fallen to me. He wasn't going to get past me. Uh, Here's his bad performance is costing me my man. <laughs> Pavel Datsuk? It's, it's Daddy Suck. So who's up? Uh, you. I'm going to take... <laughs> Kyle, who do you who do you want? Uh again, Dave Mafari. Are you? <laughs> I, I'm I have somebody already typed in on here. I'm not gonna change it. I'm just curious who who you want. Claude Drew. Alright, you got him. Are you thinking Joe Pepleski? What'd you just say? Joe Pepleski? Joe Pesci. Pavelski? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, so you guys just want to round it out with forwards? Yes. Uh, who picked last? Kendall? I did. Uh, so you get to... I also picked last the other time. Which felt great. Alright. <laughs> Again. Master first. Anybody pick Ovechkin yet? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I couldn't remember. Uh, I knew slip, he... slip my mind. <laughs> I, I knew he. I knew he fought with you. Fuck. We <laughs> were doing the NFL draft. Did anybody pick Breeze? Anybody pick Breeze? Did he fall past twenty quarterbacks picking? <laughs> All right. So it's basically kind of anybody from uh, any forward. Any forward. So that's like goalies, right? <laughs> I've been fucked twice by one pick from getting a Blackhawk, and I'm pissed about it. Did Tavares go? Yes. All right. I can't remember that all the names have gone. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah, well, so just pick somebody. Just pick somebody garbage. That's what I do. <laughs> Never failed me once. I can. Uh, Kessel. Alright, right, Thornton. Joe. Yep. Jim. <laughs> Who'd you take? Joe Thornton. Joe Thornton. Alright. Who's up next? You. Uh, you. Me? Nah, Kendall put him back. I was, hope, I was hoping everyone would have forgotten about that. Kendall put him back, and nobody picked him for the rest of the centers, which is like fucking blowing my mind. I don't want Kendall's trash. Yes, you do. Um, did uh, Getzlaff go? Nope. I will take him. Egghead, nice. Mock. Nicholas Backstrom. Somebody fart. God, you got back to backs, baby. Very seldom yeah. do they come over to my island. When they do. Um Tyler Sagan. You dirty hoe. <laughs> yep. I was just looking up to see when he started playing. I was like, oh, it's definitely like two thousand ten. <laughs> yeah. Um I should just take him because you can get age for one pick. Just pick him. What? Just pick him. Alright, Rick Nash. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere Jeff has a boner. <laughs> Alright, Mock. Uh, not a good pick, but it's a good pick. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> you know what sucks? I can almost not hear him. But I'm going with the Avalanche great Nathan McKinnon. I wish I could have thought of a different name. Nathan Sotogs. Reader. I should have taken him. Uh, Who should have? Me. Yeah, big time. <laughs> big time over Rick Nash. That's like that was like the Troy Tolo whiskey move. That's what's gonna cost you. No. Mark Stone. Uh, um. Evan Stone. Should I do that, Paul? <laughs> He's already been taken. No. Evan Stone. Yeah. <laughs> He was a great hockey player. He was like the biggest cokehead in hockey. He also did James Neal? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's who I want. No, no, you want? Yeah. Okay, I'll take Austin Matthews. Remember when we watched the draft and he got picked at first, you, me, and Jeff? Yeah. And then he went up, or no, the award ceremony, and he went up there, and it was like he was coked out of his mind. <laughs> Real Adam Gase-esque. He always looks coked out of his fucking mind. It's ridiculous. When actually he wore the um, you remember the blue velvet leisure suit that Ron Burgundy wore to the party? He wore that to All Star Weekend. Exact same getup. <laughs> so you know he does coke. All right, who's up, me? Yep. Mark, I'll give you yes. thirty dollars and direct Nash for Nathan McKinnon. Show me the cash, Dom. Have it on Venmo. No, no, no. I said cash. You already owe me a hundred dollars. I'm giving you the hundred. You can change the fact that you owe it to me. Took advantage of a child. <laughs> You're 26. <laughs> At the time, I was 26. <laughs> no, at the time, you were 26. Yeah, it was fall ball. Uh, what was the bet concerning? There was no bet. Kyle was all drunk, and he's just like, hey, I'll give you $100 if you drive me home, which I already agreed to do. <laughs> <laughs> who took Who took Danielson? Me. I think Kyle did. I'm going to take his brother. Oh, Roger? Henrik. Damn. Hey, how many of the Stahl brothers are still available? Eight. <laughs> Master, you got last pick. Take Peter Stahl. Take Austin Matthews. Jack Eichel. I was actually going to say Jack Eichel. Carey Price. Ryan O'Reilly. No, you want Carey Price. Can we take him? Jack Eichel. Right forward. All right, so uh, this one's going to be real real fun. So this is two defensemen. So we have like a tri- four defensemen to pick triple, like, reverse thing. It'll go quick, though, because all the four you can just eliminate all the forwards. Remember, everyone's list that people are looking at, you can eliminate all the forwards. So we're doing four defensemen? Mm-hmm. All right. All right, let's roll it. No! <laughs> God, I've really been on the bottom of this list every <laughs> single round. By one every fucking time. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Mock. Eric Carlson. Boo. Oh, I gave him to Kyle by accident. Please don't do that. I'm not going to. Kyle? Now, if I don't pick him. <laughs> I'm not giving a- you anything, so just take him. Duncan Keith. see what what i'm nervous about is that with this four rounds here is that my list is gonna run out it's gonna be real interesting (laughs) after that Mm. i'm thinking on a third round
Don't look now, Kyle, but there's a giant spider over there. That's fine. Like, it's on that green notebook. As long as it's not in the air, like, 48 inches high, and I'm not up there, I'm good. It might, it might be sorry, the size what? of your thumb. Nah, I don't like heights. Neither do I. I agree with you on that. It's only four feet. Uh, (laughs) 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 So nonchalantly. (laughs) I'm going to take Drew Doughty. Am I up? Yeah, Drew Doughty. Kendall. Um, I think Brent Burns. No, it's Joe Burns. I am ass. I see him all the time. Headman. Did uh, Kendall take? Fred Burns. Fred Burns. Who did uh, Kyle take? Duncan Keith. I'm going to take... Um, Who are Mass's two picks? Don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm going to take uh, P.K. Subban. P.K. Subban. Sorry, who was that? P.K. Subban. Can I know who Mass's two picks were? Yeah. Mike Giordano and... That makes me so happy, Kendall. Victor uh, <laughs> Hedman. Oh, and yeah. then, I, P.K. I, Subban. I fucked it up. Who'd you pick? Obi. P.K. Subban. Mark, I mean, Mark, Mike, take the big nose fuck from Boston. Is it my turn? Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm third. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, you can, you can have him, because I'm taking Crystal Tang. No! I gotta get rid of scroll. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm taking Chara. All right. Not right. Well, if Mark's looking at the same list that Mass is looking at, he'll probably take Charo. Because for the decade, Charo will be ranked higher than... Um... Kyle just took Charo. Kyle? Oh, did you? Yeah, he oh, took Charo. I thought he had the next pick, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I can never remember how to spell Zedano Charo. I know how to spell Charo. Uh, Zedano is... Z-E-D-H-N-O? Z-D-E-N-O. Z-D-N-O? Z-D-E-N-O. John Carlson. Oh, nice. You got back to backs. Ooh. I'll give you a dollar if you don't take him. Give me Ryan Suter. That's fine. Neither of these guys are going to make it back to me, so. Ryan Suter. Ryan Suter? Yes. Kyle? Shea Weber. Yeah, see, this guy was injured late in the decade, Kyle. So. I don't care. <laughs> Paul? I don't care. Um, hmm. What animal print do you think you're going to get for your next pair of glasses? Uh, probably human print. <laughs> you going to go with, like, zebra? Well, zebra would probably be something like, you know, speed cow. Uh, I'm going to take, take Roman Yossi. 
Kendall. Kendall. I'm going to take Shattenkirk. Kevin Shattenkirk. Yes. You have to say it right, though. How's that? Shattenkirk! Did either of these two go? I don't know. Sam. Just saying. Dowdy? Drew Dowdy? Yeah. He was picked. Yeah, he was picked, like, in the first round. Uh, By Paul. Why are you looking in single digits? Because yeah. I didn't hear you. Scroll up. These names go. Did yeah. Burns go? Burns, Burns, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna have to scroll way up. Scroll until you find uh, like Alex Petrangelo. That's probably where you want to start looking. Um, hey guy, he's not going to you. <laughs> Trust me, if Alex Petrangelo circled back to me, you weren't getting him. Did Carlson go yet? Yes. <laughs> Keep going way up. Wait, which Carlson were you looking at? Eric Carlson? No. John Carlson? Carlson? Yeah. I'd say Eric Carlson, you're scrolling the wrong way, bud. Because Eric Carlson's <laughs> probably the best ranked defenseman of the decade. Uh... The only reason he would be ranked higher than Duncan Keats is because he's got more points per game. Duncan Keats had more success. That's right. <laughs> this list is going to get rough. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Weber? Yep, take him. Yep. Suck it, Maz. Keep scrolling. Uh, okay, Petrangelo. Alright, Alex Petrangelo. And... Uh... Vlasic? Is a pickle? Scroll, yeah. Gotta scroll. <laughs> How do you say his name? Mark... Edward Blasek. <laughs> That's the tastiest crunch I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Reed, you're up. Um, anyone takes uh, Brent Seabrook? No. Well, I want him. Probably because he sucks. Hey, he's a champion. Excuse me? I don't know who that is. What, what was that over there? I don't know who it is. I was just making fun of Kendall. Somebody who didn't tarnish the end of his quarterback career by losing every game. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't. He did. His win percentage would have been like I think they said if he if he had retired the last time his contract was up, his win percentage would have been like fourteen points higher. He finished five hundred. He would have finished like I think they said he would have finished like sixty seven percent or something like that. They said that's why he won't get first ballot. Paul, what's up? What's up? You're up. Oh, I thought you said Paul. What's up? I was confused. Take, I'm gonna take Keith, uh, Keith Yandel. Damn, you were gonna take him. I was. Is he? Is he on the? Is he on the list? <laughs> yeah. What, what's the? What li- are you looking at? So I'm looking at a list for just for position rankings because some guys have switched around. So I'm looking at like a list of like the hundred best players of the decade on ESPN. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they have Keith Yandel on the top hundred. Seventy-seven. Yeah. Wow. Right. I'm picking Roman Josie. Taken. Taken. Really? Yeah. By me. Really? Mm-hmm. Alright. Sorry. Sorry, some other half again. I am taken. Where is Rick Nash is also on here. Yeah. I already I take him. No, I know, I'm just I'm just saying. I knew Rick Nash would be on there. Oliver Ekman Larson. Oh how it all circles back. What do you mean? We were talking about Ekman Larson earlier. 
He's good. Jeez. Coyotes. Let's see who they play for first. Uh, he's in my fantasy team. No, he's not. Muck. Jeez. This is your last two picks, Muck. Oh, I get two. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I have Dustin by Fugling? Bufflin. I knew he was going to Fugling. <laughs> how, do, how do you get that pronunciation from all those letters? He's a boy. And uh, I will also take Ryan McDonough. Really? Yes. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. Okay. We're drafting goalies, correct? Taking Tory Krug. Yeah, just saw that name pop up. Let's scroll on back down, huh? Just so you know, I my list got to ninety nine. <laughs> I thought we were only doing four defensemen. Yeah. Oh. All right, so I don't get to pick when it gets to. What? Why would I'm, you not get to pick? I've already picked four. No, you haven't. Have I not? You haven't. No. All right. What did I pick? We'll get to that. All right. Did I pick five? <laughs> oh yeah, we are picking yeah. five. Yep. Yeah, you're right. My bad. <laughs> All right, so that Dustin Buffum was your last pick. Okay. Sorry, you don't get Tory Krug. That's okay. <laughs> Alright. Randomize it. So now it's, it's goalies, two goalies? Yeah. God, how can I be fourth and fifth? Like, <laughs> every <laughs> round. Lundquist. Really? Yeah. You know, this is fantasy, right? Yeah. Okay, alright. You're going to pick them, so. Well, you like Kendall change. Yeah, well, Kendall's got a big dick. Alright. It's decent, that's alright. I know who Kyle's taking with four, or or uh, seven. Sure, math doesn't work out too well for me. Um, let's see. No, Henrik Lundqvist was a good pick. Yeah. No, he wasn't. Yeah. I don't know if it's a great. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, sorry. I'm going to take uh, Sergei Bravosky. All right. <laughs> hmm. Yes. Carey Price. Oh, shit. John Quick. I, if Kyle picks who I think he's going to pick next. Can you guys hear me? I'm sorry. I'm really yes. Sorry. If he picks who I think he's going to pick next, I'm going to go two for two on goalies. It's all going to come down to Kendall fucking it up. Um, I kind of had predetermined who I was going to pick. So who are you picking? I'm going to take uh, Crawford. All right. I'm going to advise you to not do that. Okay, <laughs> Even gonna, though this is my, my one time I'm going to do this. As a, th- as a three-time champ? He was only a two-time champ. Just because he won two Stanley Cubs doesn't mean he was great all year. It's up to you if you want to take him. I'm just saying. Pretty good. All right, then. Um, Look, the guy you should take, I'm not going to say his name because I don't want Kyle to jump over here and kick my ass. <laughs> you should definitely say the name. Kyle, are we on the same page? Yep. Yeah. So the guy you should pick was a, you know, is still a very good. I know he won't fall back to me, so I kind of want to fuck Kyle over, but. 
You definitely should. You talking some Braden Holtby action? Yeah, that's okay. We're not talking about. Is that who you're taking? Yeah. Okay. And you have an next pick too. Uh, I so guess you might be, you Crawford. Might, you might be shitting because you picked last, but picking back to back goalies is great. Yeah. Because are we are we in on Ben Bishop? Even though Lightning is terrible. What? They went to a Stanley Cup. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Not like other teams that went one time. <laughs> being a Tampa Bay Lightning fan is like being the best at installing light bulbs in a, like a hardware store. Ben Bishop. No, he didn't. Um, <sighs> oh, man. Everybody else getting some weird pain in their abdomen? Yeah. Feeling that crawfish that I ate. Hmm. I'll uh, take Corey Schneider. Schneider. So brother, who are you taking? I'd never heard of him. <laughs> I I was what I was are you looking at. Are you really looking at like 2015 goalies? Sixteen. <laughs> Kendall. 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 Listen, this is what I'm gonna do. Kendall. I'm looking for people I know. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Even Siri is trying to tell Phone's you not to do that. Up. Do you call your phone Kendall? I do. Ooh, <laughs> Kendall. What about Rebel Longo? <laughs> he was good. Kendall, can you just look at me for a second? I just want you to take this seriously. I am taking yeah. it seriously. Kendall, this is fantasy Kendall, hockey. Kendall, I just want you to take this somewhat seriously. How many games are you going to get away with? As many as he wants, because he's going to still lose. <laughs> he's going to come in fifth? Mm-hmm. He's going to come in fifth? Yeah, there's a pretty good chance. Well, then just give me whoever. I don't you want, care. You want me to pick for you? Yeah. Crawford. Oh, man. Crawford. I can't do that. No, because I want to be an asshole. And I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, apparently, I also call my phone ass. Oh, Kendall. Is your nickname asshole? Oh, it's my birth name. Kendall. <laughs> Kendall. Is it really? Yes. Kendall, shut your mouth. All right. Just pick somebody. Anybody. Whoever you want. I uh, tried. I, I tried. I, 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 didn't well, I can't it. find with the, the sir in his name. What? You put a lot of emphasis on seriously? No, 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 no. no, no, no. He was no. just telling you I to take the game seriously. <laughs> yeah, no, I just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking this whole thing seriously. All right, Kendall, pick a name. These are the best players of 2016. In 2016, I would have kicked your guys' asses. <laughs> but because it's a decade, it, it's, it's unfortunate that it's only one out of ten. Well, I mean, we already emphasized that there was, like, this list of the two thousand, the decade's greatest players. Yeah, but who cares? If you actually just, if you just do that one, win. then what's the point? <laughs> okay, all right, go ahead. All right, Corey Crawford. Okay. Mark Andres Fleury. Ugh. He was picked. No, he wasn't. The mass picked him. No, we he, didn't. No, he did not. Well, I would have picked him. I thought the mass picked him. <laughs> That's the only reason I didn't pick him. I texted you to pick him so many times. Oh, well, then I take him then. <laughs> oh, I, I just got your message a minute ago. I vote I vote for Kyle to not get him and Kendall to get him. Second? The mess. What the hell did you say a while back? Lundquist. That's not what I heard. How is that anything like Andre Fleury? All right, well, so that's what I heard. Kyle, you get stuck with Crawford. What? No, <laughs> that's a, that sounds fair. How to do me. I get punished? <laughs> because Kyle, you're a jerk. You're not. You're an idiot. No, you're a jerk. You are not smart, Kyle. Just for that, you are no longer on the show. Nice. Does that mean you can't pick? You can't 
Does that mean Kyle can't pick because he can't talk? No, of course he can talk. Kyle Come already on. picked. Oh. He got Corey Crawford. Oh, so it's my turn? Mm-hmm. I will take Tuka Rask. That's not what I thought you were picking. I thought you were picking the other guy from Nashville. Which is who Paul is taking. If Kyle can name him. Pick a Ryan. That's not his name. Pick a Ryan. <laughs> you don't mean he's Pecorino? <laughs> also my fantasy squad. They're 48 inches. <laughs> yeah, it was like, four, it was like that's four feet. <laughs> uh, mm. Nice. Paul's, Paul didn't pick yet. Man, I'm thinking. He's trying to debate whether he wants to be nicer to me or not. You won't pick the goalie from the Bruins. I'm just taking the other one. No, I won't. <laughs> Come on, you don't want Big Tim? <sighs> Who? Big Tim Thomas. <laughs> the power forward for the Suns? Yes. I'm not looking. This fucking bitch over here trying to look. What does it matter? I picked last. <laughs> you know what my favorite part about Kendall having to get up to pee is? Wow. <laughs> he just gets so mad at himself. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to fucking piss again. <laughs> All right, I'll take, uh, I'll take Pecorino. Mess? Peppuccino? It's the only other person I can think of. Hmm. That's who you want? Uh, Is that who you're taking? Uh, you helped Kendall out. I didn't because he didn't actually get any help. Alright. Mass is taking Frederick Anderson. Nobody took Ben Bishop. I, I thought Kendall he, did. I thought he was taken. No. They took Corey what Crawford. Did Kendall think? They took Braden Holpe and Corey Crawford. I Someone he, said Bishop. Yeah, I could have sworn he said Ben Bishop. He did say it, but he didn't pick him. Oh, yeah. Can I change my answer? Nope. Please. Submitted. Kendall took changed his. You can ha- you can have you can have who you picked, or you can have Roberto Luongo. I'll take Ben Bishop. I said him. I said Frederick Anderson or Roberto Luongo. Come on, Kendall got to change his. <laughs> All right, I will give you Roberto Luongo. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Um, and then last, we just have to do 12 uh, utility players. All right. Oh, my God. 12 utility players in alphabetical snake draft order. By oh, middle boy. names. Oof. Kendall's L. Kyle's R. Mock. J. What? P. Philip? No. Paul? Peter. Oh, Packer. Packer. Christopher Joseph Massey. Yes, it is. Jonathan. You always, you always do that wrong. Jonathan. Close. What is it? Yeah. Just John. Uh, I'm E. All right, so we do the next 12 picks, and then we're good to go. These can be any players, but they had to have only played from 2015. I just wanted to get Rebecca all worked up. That's all I cared about. We're not really doing that. Uh, all right, there you go. There's the teams. Bada bing, bada boom. I know it didn't come in last. What? What did you say, Kyle? I'm happy I didn't come in last. 
like overall. Yeah. You might have came in last on this though. I don't think so. Oh yeah, there's a pretty good chance. I don't think so. You picked Rick Nash. Yeah, but I picked a lot of other good guys. Not really. Yeah. No, not really. Not really. But we'll explain in the car. All right. Um, hey, did we announce Jeff's team for all this stuff? Because I think we were auto drafting for him too. Oh, Jeff's actually in overall first. <laughs> Because yeah. Jeff gets the best three players from everyone's team. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Um, let's uh, beer reviews. Sterling Archer, very good. Um, bitter. Um, heavy. Would give it three stars, would drink again. Oh, I accidentally didn't save the draft. We're going to do it again. All right. Mass? Pick someone else to review. Uh, Riddler. All right. I had the uh, van- vanilla shake from the uh, McKiller Brewing out of San Diego, which is a vanilla shake imperial stout brewed with coffee and vanilla. It was really good. It was kind of had that chalky coffee substance to it, which um, I'm a big fan of, kind of like the Gunner's Daughter, which I know Mass was a big fan of. Um, very subtle on the coffee um, and very mild on the vanilla sweetness, but very tasty overall, full function. Um Huge fan of it. Um, four and a half stars would definitely go out of my way to get it. I'd go as far as Scranton to get it. Wow. Sounds right. good to me. I vote Kyle. So I had a uh, premiere. Very, very tasty beer. Shocked me. The taste was very good. Wasn't very strong. Wasn't very overwhelming. It's one of my favorite things that Kyle does. Is like, oh, it shocked me. Like, even though he picked it out. Like, did you pick it out hoping it'd be bad because it shocked you that it was good? <laughs> like, this, this looks good. terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. Was yep. it terrible? No. What would you give it? How many stars? Four and a half. Out of five? Yep. Would you get it again? Yep. Top five beers? Uh, nope. Top ten? Yep. yep. All right. Mm, all right, you get to pick someone. Mock or Mass? Or Mock or Reed? Kendall. All right. Souls was nice enough to give me another uh, of his collection, Premiere. Uh, in Jabur, From the Souls collection. Souls collection. It's a DDH IPA. Uh, 6% uh, alcohol by volume in the 16-ounce can uh, from Brooklyn, uh, New York. Uh, I enjoyed this a lot. Uh, I'd give it, we'll call it uh, 3.75 stars. Um, fucking dick. <laughs> oh, me? For the... Yeah, what a shit review. Yeah, 3.75? You know what I like? Mm. What do you when like? Kendall does his reviews, there's a lot of... He's like the guy in that meme behind the tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, That's my inspiration. How are your three PBRs? Uh, let excellent. Ask, so let me ask you a question. We know we, we reviewed PBR plenty of times. Do all three of them together equal a five star review? Yes. All right. And then Machine, you're last. So I had the uh, the Sea Hag from Nebco, and I believe that the Sea Hag is like my favorite beer in the state. I I like it a lot. Um. It's typically my go-to IPA. It's everywhere. Buy it. Four out of five. Pretty high. Pretty high remarks for only a four. All right. Uh, make sure to tune into the Peter Pino Show, which is Wednesdays from eight-ish to eleven-ish. Seven thirty, ten thirty. All right. Seven thirty-ish to ten thirty-ish. I said eight-ish to eleven-ish. It, it kind of follows our same deal. Uh, always keep in on the PPRN Radio Network for uh, good fun stuff. You can always find Getting Sports with Drunk live on Monday nights from 8.30-ish to 11.30-ish. 
pretty soon we're going to be doing the 9 to 12 stint, <laughs> and by the time we're done, it's going to be midnight to 3. That's what we're hoping for. By the end, Actually, by the end of the year, we're hoping for a quick 24-hour rotation on the show. Um, but, um, yeah, um, um, just one last quick toast of excellence to the Bryant family and the victims of the helicopter crash, and we're going to end on a good note because, Mock, people want to know where they can find us. Be sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Brunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure you use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's drafting a hilarious hockey fantasy fo- fantasy hockey draft or <laughs> fantasy football. It just comes out. Or just having no belly button like Mass. God. He doesn't have a belly button. Like at all? No. Not at all. It's perfectly smooth. Show me. <laughs> 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 all right, but I'm going to make you a deal. If it's there, you have to put your tongue in it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe on <laughs> Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Wherever you find internet and radio shows and podcasts, except for Pandora, you find us. I've confirmed we are not on Pandora yet. Oh, really? Yeah, also on Spreaker, though. We're on Spreaker. See, uh, where, where were you looking on Pandora? I just searched us. Because I think their podcast thing might be separate. I just searched us on Pandora Podcast. Oh. It's a getting right. torture drink sucks. Don't subscribe. <laughs> and I couldn't agree more. Yeah. That's what well, Kyle said at the beginning. Yeah, of this. next week is going to be the Rita birthday festivities. It's going to be a weird one because Kendall's going to be sober because he's going to have to drive Rebecca home. <laughs> Private stock for the night will be pink lemonade burnettes. Oh, oh yeah. And everyone's drinking it. And uh, we'll be live next week on February 3rd. Rebecca's birthday. Yay! We'll also be recapping some Super Bowl activity. No, no one cares. Yeah! (laughs) We'll be recapping some Super Bowl activity as well as playing some Rita-themed games, which I believe are going to be some WWE-style stuff. So we're going to go a little off-kilter there. Hit her with a chair. Hit her with a chair. That's right. We're going to put her through a table. Buffalo Bill style, baby. But until then, I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mike. Machine Washable. Nope. Yep. Get caught. The Mask Chris Massey. And I'm the Red of a Red Baron. Yeah.